Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. I am Fred Slow. Alongside me, Van Nunley, as my headphones give out. Van, how are you? Better than your headphones, brother. All right, I cannot hear Michael Vital because I'm headphone free. I'll, I'll translate. Michael, hopefully you Michael, are doing well. Tell Fred hi, Michael. But you hi, have to do Fred, it with sign language, Michael, because I have no headphones. Michael said hi. Yeah, so no callers, at least <laughs> in the first segment. Well, callers can talk to me. It's, uh, so if you want to call the program, 505-246-0610. Only talk to Van. Yes, to because Van. my headphones. Um, and Mike. And, well, my mic works. No, Mike Vital. Ah, I see what you did yes. there. Yes. We spent the evening last night at Hollow Spirits. Well, Hollow Spirits, what am I talking about? Howie Sports Page. Yeah, we'll we did. talk about that at length. That's going to be a good little sit-down. Also, we got a lot of updates on injuries throughout the NFL. Peter Travisani will join us on the program today in the New Mexico United. they got some cool stuff going on, and they want to share it with the community, and we consider ourselves part of the community that might benefit from some sharing. Sure, we always do. If we could help somebody, the boys are there. All right, Albert Poole's home run update. Do, do, do. Oh, they're not playing yet. They're not playing so, yet. Okay. So, you got 45 minutes to start the Albert Pujols updates. The Cardinals are playing the Brewers today. Michael, are you familiar with them? Well, I don't know, Fred. I mean, it's my team from growing out because I can't hear you. I don't have any headphones on. Well, okay. Well, let me translate for you. Michael is saying right now, uh, it was a rough weekend for Wisconsin. That's 100% and true. And it's probably going to keep going yes. tonight. You we are live in the John thunder. Lopez Real Estate right. and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Often we are out in the community, not today. You can catch us tomorrow, though, at the State Fair. I'm excited. I've never been. You know, I'm a vegetarian, but I think during the State Fair, I get a pass for a turkey leg. Oh, I knocked your thing off. Okay, good The the thing to me about turkey legs is... You're just upset that your mic is broken. (laughs) You're here... Your headphones are broken, so you had to ruin my camera. The My favorite thing about my headphones being broken was, so we weren't going to be in studio today. We were going to be like out in the community or whatever doing our thing. Yes. And last minute we had to change it up. I didn't even, normally because I carry my own headphones, I'm like right. a pro. I didn't even have them on me. They're not even on my person. So I was like, oh, no big deal. I'll just grab some community headphones from the studio. This is a radio station. This shouldn't be a problem. It was a huge problem. It's a huge problem. It's a gigantic problem. It's a problem because they don't work. They don't work. Yeah. And that's also, like, I'm not trying to say, th- all right, today's I-9 Varsity, which you can catch at 6 o'clock tonight because we're off the air at 6.15 as we have this thing off to Isotopes Baseball and Josh Sushan. Today's I-9 Varsity at 6 o'clock is uh, New Mexican Things. And leaving broken headphones around the studio is a New Mexican thing. Okay. So today's I-9 Varsity at 6 p.m. is the I-9 Varsity of... New Mexican things. I can't wait to lose some viewers in the 6 o'clock hour. Well, all I'm saying is, like, you ever be at the office, and there's a piece of equipment, I don't know, headphones. Mm-hmm. Are you just going to let them exist, knowing that they don't work? It could be your port. It's, Would you like for me to try the headphones so on my port? Let me get this straight. Okay. I've been in the radio game for 20 years next month. Uh-huh. Justin Bietta has been in the radio game for 15 years, plus TV on top of that. Okay. And you think... 
that he or I would sit here with a broken port in front of us and not communicate that up the ladder to the individuals that can make this thing happen? Or do you think more okay. realistically... Now, hear me out. Yes. A lot of situations here where that could be true. Th- no! It could have broken the last hour. But, but, you no. could have just broken it just now. How do we know? Was we there, haven't troubleshooted the project yet. Was there a successful radio show this morning? Does that radio show take headphones or callers? They do. Therefore, the only reasonable resolution here is... Okay. Also, I'm going to pl- unplug your headphones and plug them into my port real quick. Okay. Do I exist? Is there audio? Port works. <laughs> Ooh, and it's way, it's way louder, too. Well, because I was turning it up because of how broken it is. You think I'm deaf? No, but I'm on that level. I'm on, I'm on one right now. Yeah, you are. This headphone thing is unacceptable. I mean, it's been six hours since the opening drive. They could have broken any time. No, it could not have. They might have worked for JJ this morning. How do you know? Also, I'm such a dumb Apple fanboy. I don't even own wired headphones regularly. Like the the old ones they used to get in the commercials with the silhouettes or whatever. Okay. I'm pods only now. Like everything is Bluetooth. Unless there's a Bluetooth adapter that I don't know exists. Can't do it. When I'm listening to my record player, uh-huh. in analog, of course. Yes. Yeah, of course. Uh, it has to be plugged in. No wireless headphones, no Bluetooth. Has to be plugged in or it loses all that quality. Everything else, give me the, the earbuds, baby. I only wear pods. Yeah. All the time. Except in the car. I don't wear pods in the car because I like to be situationally aware. Okay. That one weirds me out. Yes, you're only surviving off of vision. Yes. And hearing is pretty important As I, I mean, to not dying in a car crash. And I'm not trying to shame people who drive that don't have the best hearing, because I'm not saying that I do. I've worked in radio for almost 20 years next month. Well, and well, there's a, a difference in diminished hearing and plugging up your own ears <laughs> and not having the ability to hear anything. There's a big difference yeah. in purposely sabotaging your own one of five vital senses that you have. Yes. And, yes. I, and I know how you drive when you listen to Chumba Wumba anyways. Well, it gets dangerous. I, I literally feel that way right now with this headphones thing. Like, I got knocked down. Okay. And I have to get back up again. We've got a commercial break for you to not let any of us down. Never going to keep me down. Yeah. The NBA's got some weird stuff going on. We will go on at that at length as the NBA suspended Suns owner Robert Sarver one year. Uh, he's not just part of the Suns, he's part of the Mercury. By the way, WNBA Finals are wrapping up right now, and you didn't even know the season had started. The WNBA? Yeah. Is it also hockey season? Nope. Okay. I don't know when it is or what it is. It's a 50-50 guess for me. Joining us in the studio, friend in real life, Mike Vital, who's brought me a pair of headphones. All right, let's see. Mid-segment. Let's see. Let's see how this bad boys work. These seem nice. These are Sony, Michael. Sony. Ah, gotcha. nice. They're actually mine. No, these oh, are actually, okay. You stole Mikey's. Okay. I have headphones. No, so Michael's without headphones, but that's fine because he can the, take you're cues. The, you're the stars, All right, so we're back at it. Call the program, 505-246-0610. Talk to us about your reactions last night to the Broncos. Where are you at, Broncos fan? We want your outrage on the program today. Uh, well, you're going to get a lot of it because there's a lot of outrage because I don't think that was a Russell Wilson problem yesterday. Of course, he just got that boatload of cash. Right. But that wasn't on him. That was bad play calling. Very. That was two goal line fumbles. Uh-huh. That was... Mismanagement of the clock, very the much coaching staff. 
at the end of the game when you have to kick a 64-yard field goal to win it versus having to get five yards for a first down because there's time remaining. Sure. This isn't the game-winning field goal. This is the go-ahead field goal. Don't you, didn't you just give him $260 million Did, to make these fourth and five plays? Didn't you trade five draft picks and a tight end that put it on you last night for the opposing team yeah. to give it to a kicker? Mm-hmm. A kicker who, and I don't know what the percentage is, it's like 15. And you're like, Fred, you just make up stuff. No, it's literally like 15%. Are you going to kick the second longest field goal in the history of the game to win the game <laughs> yeah. versus the, and here's a real number, 50%? Is that the odds of getting five yards on fourth down? It's slightly less. What are you doing? Yeah. Do you not own Madden? Do you not know what you're doing? Hey, if if they owned Madden, they would have got those timeout calls right. It'd been they wouldn't have wasted that clock. No, if Coach Hackett when it went from forty to twenty one, is that what you are talking about? Yes. Yeah. If Coach Hackett fifty one to twenty, uh, if Coach Hackett was playing Madden in the off season, like all coaches should, like do, he should be. Yes, figure it out. If he if he was doing that, he would have got that call right. They would have been able to advance the ball. They would have had more time, and they would have won. Simple as that. And you could forget about the goal line fumbles. You can forget about the bad play calling because at least you finish strong. From the texter, uh, yeah, we have questions too about the Broncos. Like, do they have a clue what they're doing? It's pretty bad. It's insanely bad. It's almost like you don't know how to coach without your quarterback being the best of all time, Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, recently decided he doesn't want to be the best of all time. See, that wasn't on him either. What? So I don't know if you know this, Fred, but they don't just play one week in the NFL. They play 18 weeks now. 17 games. That is a sample size which you can extrapolate data from. Aaron Rodgers is going to have an excellent season, as is Russell Wilson. No. They will bounce back. They Uh, will get it together. Don't think so. Once Aaron Rodgers will not win a game, gets two of his offensive linemen back, mm-hmm. he will be just fine. I just want to. It's make... not his fault that he was throwing the ball to children, babies. They can't rent cars yet. Guys who have never <laughs> played in front of fans, yeah, had to play in a divisional game. Chris, Christian Watson was playing in Buffalo, not the city. No. Actual Buffalo. Correct. And also, I don't know what South Dakota thinks they're doing, pretending to put all these players in the NFL. The players you're producing, South Dakota, are not good. Ooh, ouch. Uh, I think there's some data otherwise. Who? Uh, The rest of Christian Watson's season. No. For one. The the thing that doesn't exist yet? Josh Allen from there? Who? Josh Allen? No. He went to Wyoming. Figure it out. (laughs) The quarterback in San Francisco is garbage. He went to San Diego or South Dakota. Carson Wentz is garbage. Trey Lance hasn't even thrown a hundred NFL passes yet. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> and all of them from last game were in a monsoon. Can't win. I'm not a winner. Just like the entire state of Wisconsin. Can't beat Washington right. State. Can't beat Minneapolis. Can't beat um the Cardinals for this three game series. Can't beat anyone. Fred, you can't even decide how much hair gel to use when it rains. I use zero. You think you could play it in an NFL game? Let me back my headphones. I, well, there's the thing. I wear headphones every day. That, that's why I don't wear hair gel. <laughs> there's factors outside my control. If you're tuning in with us on Comcast Channel 26, thank you to the 
519 Central Studio. They are doing an absolute banger job, Adrian, back there. Okay. Okay. Joe Buck is the greatest of all time, and he revitalized Monday Night Football, and it's back to life, and it's single-handedly because of he. Go ahead and go to break, Michael. You're not buying it? You don't believe that, Joe Buck? Oh, are we still going? We're not, personally, on, we're not on break? We're not on break yet? You don't believe he personally CPR'd Monday Night Football back to life because it was garbage for 15 years? And the second he showed up with Troy Aikman, no one even watched Manning Cast. Get rid of Manning Cast. It's a distraction from the A show, which is Joe Buck and Troy Aikman bringing you the heat. I wasn't listening at all. Did you listen, Vitel? To just, me, to me, or last night? I watched the game. As as you know, when we're at Howie's, we provide the commentary. So, I think we are a, a class way higher than Joe Buck. And like all time Monday Night Football, he's probably seventeenth. Stop. Seventeenth best all time. It goes like this. Joe Buck, number one. He's probably of the Monday Night Football cast. Al Michaels, number two. This year, he's probably sixth best. Howard Cassell, number three. And that's counting Cooper Manning. What? Yeah. Give me Cooper Manning over Joe Buck. No. No. Also, ESPN. Did I already say Joe Buck? Joe Buck, Al Michaels, Howard Cassell, Dennis Miller. The, I mean, the list gets like kind of kind of confusing after that, but that's the list. ESPN did not give Joe Buck a step stool next to Troy Aikman, and Fox had done that for years, and I didn't realize how little my man was. That was adorable. Even when he was on Brockmeyer, they always had him seated. They didn't let him stand next to adults. <laughs> it was like whenever they filmed the movie Elf with Will Ferrell. It's like there's so much forced perspective here. <laughs> Any Danny DeVito movie ever. Did you read Twitter last night during the game? Oh, my God, Joe Buck's the greatest. This is the best football game ever. I mean, the game itself sucks, but because Joe Buck's here, the broadcast is saved. That was your Twitter. Yeah, it was all over it. <laughs> <laughs> and poor, poor Troy Aikman, he's like, now, my understanding was we were going to have Dallas every game. I was... Neither of these teams are Dallas or Tom Brady. I'm. Mm-hmm. Can anyone here in production help me? <laughs> we get the NFL game with uh, Dallas, right? His neurologist is the only one that could help him. You thought it was going to where Thursday Night Football was number one? Amazon Money, Pat McAfee, Al Michaels. Oh all God! That. Wait till this Thursday. That's the broadcast. I'll actually listen to that one. Instead of uh, drinking and joking with people at Howie's. All right, first of all, when we get back, I'm going to recap that a little bit. Because mm-hmm. to me, I had a feeling I hadn't had in years. And I'll tell you what it was, and it was last night at Howie's. We're two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico, spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits, and the weekend is for New Mexico's vodka. Tell her vodka. Don't forget, every Monday, we're at Howie Sports Page, 12500 Montgomery Boulevard. Come hang out with us before the game, during the broadcast. Hey, about a million fun halftime giveaways last night. We'll talk about that, too, whenever we get back. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. D, Sports Animal.
This is where New Mexico comes for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Okay, so I had it last night, Van, okay? So we're at Howie's sports page. Yeah, we were. Me, you, Robert, bunch of friends of the show. And we're like eating the free hot dogs. What? That is, see, that is a underrated aspect of Monday at Howie's. Community hot dogs? Keep saying that out loud. Yes. There are free hot dogs at Howie's. It's insanely good. It's crazy. Michael, we could have brought you hot dogs. I don't even know why we didn't. So it's, and the way you think, like, and I'm not talking like microwavey boy. I'm talking like they grilled them. Like there's grilled hot dogs and condo mints. So we're having our hot dogs. We're eating our way too spicy nacho chili stuff. Way too spicy for you. It was insanely spicy. A little pizza out of the back, some wings. Sharing some community tots. We're drinking pitchers. Mm. Hanging out with the friends of the show. Watching the game. And I had a moment, Van, and here's what it was. Okay. First time in years. All right. Oh, this is what I love about football. Mm. And COVID had killed that for me. Yeah, that's an excellent point. That is a really good point. This was my first, oh, this is the thing moment I had had in years. Yeah. Fellowship, dog. No offense to Guy staying at home, like, taking notes hey. on the game. Go crazy, brother. Hey, whatever you do in your basement. But that's what it's about. Yeah. It ain't about. You remember when, Remember like just now when you said free hot dogs? Yes. Yeah. You know what that wasn't? They just give you hot dogs. It wasn't. Michael, there was a bag of Halloween candy. And you're over here like, Fred, <laughs> this is not a big deal. I know. I know it's not. But I'm telling you it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Because when a stranger, with how everything I'm saying, kids, don't listen to. When a stranger with Halloween candy is like, hey, come over here and talk to me. I'm like, yes, I get Reese's Pieces. <laughs> this is the same way that nerd met E.T. You get roofy PCs. Ooh, didn't even think. Yeah. Didn't even it's think. It's dangerous. That's what the advice is for. That exact situation, yeah. Fred. You don't have any kids. Do you have any conversations we had last night about Black Ariel? A, a comedic amount. Multiple. A comedic amount. Yes. But also, if you're a guy who, like, hashtag man cave, you cool. got the game up in front of you, you got Manning cast to the left of you, yeah. to the, uh, you got uh, hustlers to the right. As you set up. What your- was that last one? <laughs> yeah. Clowns to the left of me. Okay. Oh, jokers to the jokers right. Jokers to the right. All right. What have you got to do? But don't do that. Go out into the world. I.E. Howie's. I.E. Howie's. Oh, by the way, this conversation right now is for like eight people because that's the only room that they had at Howie's because that place was rocking. Yeah, there was like no room left. Yeah. You so, come and ask for your boys, though? They put they put like... So two people listening bring three friends and that's it. That's it. That's all you could fit in there. I don't want a fire marshal issue. They covered the pool tables up with tables to make the pool tables tables. Yeah. It's genius. Yeah, they were like, no diving here. Pool's closed. <laughs> we went to the Lobo game last Friday. Hang out with a friend of the show, Hank. Doing a little tailgate boy. Go over to the official Cumulus tailgate party. 
We get upstairs to like the press box. And by the way, I'm not one to besiege the press box. It's run very well. It's very important to broadcast. Everyone who utilizes it, I recognize it as a tool. It's not the party. No. No. Go out for the party. I like the party. Same. <laughs> okay. The NBA is cracking down. More NFL talk, I promise, like every segment for the rest of the show. Yeah, literally every segment. The NBA has suspended Suns owner Robert Sarver for one year's from the Suns and the Mercury because they're in on that based on a league investigation. Also, he caught a $10 million fine, and he has to complete a training program focused on respect and appropriate workplace conduct. So it sounds to me like he was just dropping the M-bomb a lot and making weird sexually related comments and inappropriate comments and physical about the physical appearance of female staffers and inappropriate physical <clears throat> conduct towards dudes and just engaged in a lot of harsh treatment so he gets to hang out in the Hamptons. You know, when the story first came out, I was like, oh, God, here we go. They, they found themselves another Donald Sterling. Yeah. Robert Sarver's only 60. That's not old. That's not old. It's not old at all. He was my age during September 11th. Right. Uh, he should know all of this stuff. Every single part. This isn't like your old racist grandpa. Where you're like, okay, bear in mind, he's, yeah. he's 94. This guy's 60. Stop that, Elroy. He's had the internet. He's had so many trainings. Mm-hmm. He's seen, he had fr- front row seats for Donald Sterling. What, a, you didn't learn from that? <sighs> they found that he did it all. Cool. Cool. But you're going to say the punishment is a mandate, a, a mandated one-year vacation. You got to catch a couple Zoom meetings. Mm. Like no, it was. Hey, by the way, this is found guilty, friend of the show. This is not allegation. Not allegation. This is after the investigation. Yeah. They, they interviewed like 300 people. 350 people. They interviewed 350 people. 320 people. That is a lot of information. And hey, look. Said the N-word at least five times. At least. While recounting statements of others. Sex-related inappropriate comments about physical appearance of females. Inappropriate physical conduct towards men. And engaged in harsh treatment when called out upon. It's like a guy that like, uh, it's like the worst dude in the room. And he runs two basketball teams. 320 people were interviewed, and there's an evaluation of over 80,000 documents. <laughs> Get a special master to figure this thing out. What about his emails? <laughs> 320 who? <laughs> I know you interviewed the daughters. What about the sons? The Phoenix sons? Just drive me crazy it's here. bonkers. What's the first thing Robert Sarver does? Duh. I got a call to Sean Watson. <laughs> like, what? Like, 
Hey, Cleveland, are you interested in trading my dude? Yeah. How good is he at basketball? <laughs> Suns fan is like, oh, no, Robert Server, he uh, he can't suit up for the team. <laughs> like, what? He's the owner. Hey, Robert Kraft, how'd you get away with it? Figure it out. They kind of brought the hammer down on me. What did you do to stay in their graces? Oh, and, and God forbid you're in any other world. Al Franken don't have a job right now. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? You know what happened at this workplace? The one we're currently at? You know what happened at your workplace, friend of the show? If Robert Sarver was your boss, he'd go. Like, you cannot create. And over, I right now I get it. A lot of friends of the show are like, uh, you don't get it, Fred. You're soft. No, I'm not soft. But I don't tolerate dumb stuff. Yeah. I would I would like to hear individual. I know this is just story just came out today, but I'd like to hear like individual incidents because this is just wildly inappropriate, horrible behavior. I don't know if any of this is criminal. Civil court, I think somebody's got a, a great case to make, but I don't know if any any of this is criminal. Hey, cool and criminal. I had a full fledged conversation the other day about. Um, the country guy who just came to town, Morgan Wallen, uh-huh. like my friends, I guess fans, they're like, hey, score me some Morgan Wallen tickets. No. Not an enabler. No. Not you know what an else? enabler. I won't get you Chris Brown tickets either. It don't work like that. Mm-mm. You know, we gave away those Thoroughgood tickets last week or whatever. You know, hey, we're into that brand. That's cool. Isotopes, we're into that. We give Wiz Khalifa tickets, into that. I don't, all that stuff I'm into. None of the... Character means a lot to me. And also, words matter. So the Suns were super soft. The NBA was super soft. Rob Manfred was super soft. Watch him win a ship in one year. Mm-hmm. Something crazy. I hope if the Suns finally win one, it's while he can't show up. That'd be the best time. Right. And accepting on behalf... Of the Phoenix Suns, I uh, I guess Kevin Johnson. Is that cool? Is he around? Like, what do you do? <laughs> Let's grab one. I just got a text from David Carl the United. Peter Trevisani should be here soon. So we'll have him after the break if he is here. All right. If not, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Tune on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Sports Animal is now 27 years old. What we're saying is... It's now not creepy to tell us how good we look for our age. Just remember, we're not that kind of station. Creeper. Back. Blowing myself out over here. Back live on the program. Peter Trevisani joining us. Peter, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on today. Peter Trevisani, who is president of the New Mexico United, and also David Carl's here. Are you on a microphone or no? Uh, I can be. If okay, you David Carl's here as well. He runs <laughs> community and fan experience for the United. Welcome, boys. Thanks for having us on. Excited to be here as always. Okay, put that thing in your mouth. It's not your first day. 
Peter, you got a big gala this weekend. What's going on, my dude? Yeah, let's go. We do. We have our first uh, gala for the Somos Unidos Foundation, which is a foundation that creates positive outcomes through art and sport. And so our main programming so far has been our academy team, uh, which, for those that don't know, is really a U19 boys team where we select the best, what we believe to be some of the best uh, soccer players across the state. And it's a 100% scholarship, so you can't oh, yeah. you can't buy a spot on it if you want. And we pay for all the... The training, the fields, the uniforms, the travel, um, it's, uh, it's an incredible opportunity for these uh, young men and hopefully one day young women. So anybody can participate in the gala, right? It's not just me, Fred, and Mayor Keller. It's like anybody can participate. Is get the a list table. greater than that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, anybody can, anybody can hop in. Anybody can come hang out with us. Uh, right now, as it stands, the gala is sold out. What? <laughs> Is Wait, why are you even here? <laughs> well, we're, we're really excited about it. Uh, it's it's something we're really excited about. But there is also a there's a waiting list, and we've had been able to actually fill in a few people um, as that happened. So we had, for example, we had uh, La Montanita Co-op. They got a table of ten, and they oh, said, cool. "Hey, we've got two or three spots. People want to come in and hang out with us. We'd love to have them in there." So if if people want to come and hang out, the theme is multiverse chic. So do with that what you will as far as your dress. Have fun with that. Okay, Fred, I got to you gonna have to, re- each other. Gonna have to rewind and unpackage that a little bit. Dumb and dumber is what he's saying. He's saying yeah, yeah orange suit, blue suit. It's yeah, perfect. It's, oh, Top sweet. hats. You guys it's got it. Thing. You guys want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? No. <laughs> uh, where, where is it at? It's going to be at Sandia Resort and Casino. Uh, we're really, really pumped to be out there. Uh, there's going to be an after party after the fact as well. So, yeah, any and all are welcome. Really recommend you get on the, the wait list if you want to hop in. And, again, some incredible items uh, that are going to be up for, for auction as well, live and silent auction. And the goal is to fund the foundation for an entire year. Blow me away, Pete. Yeah, what do you guys just, got? Yeah, we just added a couple items today. So, uh, for those that are familiar, we have our portal jersey that we played in uh, about a couple months ago now, back in, I think, August. Very and good. so we are going to have four of the game-worn player jerseys from uh, Mr. Devin Sandoval, uh, Alex Tambakis, Kalen Ryden, and I think what's really exciting, given the academy piece, Christian Nava, who came up through Let's go. our academy. So there's only two of them, and... Uh, this is one of them, so uh, one of two. And can we spill a few things here for the first time as far as some items go that well, we haven't announced yet? Let me Ooh. be in Van Sidebar this okay. real quick. Hold on, Van, you cool with that? Is this a thing? You want to go ahead and let them? Okay, we're probably split on this. Vital, you, yeah, you're going to be the deciding you vote decide here. Decide this one. Okay, you're good, boys. Let's go. All right, appreciate that. Uh, I don't know if we got any L.A. Dodgers fans, but an opening day VIP experience for four in Los Angeles. Let's go. How about uh, any Dallas Cowboys fans or maybe Chicago Bears fans? How about a signed Brian Urlacher jersey? Okay. How about a signed Emmett Smith jersey? Okay. How about any Breaking Bad fans in here? Well, Better Call Saul specifically. Any Better Call Saul fans? I mean, got one right here. Play, right? My uh, my backyard was in this season. How about? And I mean, behind my house, not a derriere. <laughs> How about a script, the original script from the pilot episode, signed by the entire cast? Oh my! What? Yeah, it's like there, a, like the a pilot. photocopy. No, like it a... is the real script from the pilot episode. Shut up! It is signed by Mike, by all of all the actors and the creators of the show. That's the dumb coolest thing I ever heard. Yeah, all those things <laughs> and much more up for auction. Uh, at the at the gala at the ball, what, and what's it going to go for? For real? That's a great question. I don't. I so when we got that, what in, would you? What would? You, what do you think? Yeah. let's get some ball. That, that seems like ten, that seems like ten grand, right? Or am yeah. I being an idiot? I, I think know. that should found the fa- foundation by itself. So when we got that in, I googled it because I didn't know what we were getting. We we reached out to Patrick Fabian, who is an incredible supporter of the club, an incredible guy, right? And we said, hey, can you help us out with anything? And he said, yeah, I'll send you something. Didn't say what it was. We opened it up in the mail, and we're like, are are you? 
are you kidding me? Yeah. So I Googled it. I was like, what, is, what has something like this gone for in the past? I wasn't able to find that anywhere. So I don't know. The I'm, pu- I'm to that. putting a mini boy on that of 10 grand. All right. And then let's go. Let, like, let's start there. Yeah. Because, <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's pretty cool. All right. All right give me your VIP. So, so obviously, Peter, you're going to be there. And then Dave, you're going to be there, but but uh, I know we didn't get no official invitations. What's up? You say no. You've got a table. You oh, told, that's, yeah, yeah, you've okay. got so a table. So we're back in. We're <laughs> yeah. back in. You were never out. So I. Right, so uh, but but it, I mean, it's the place to be seen, right? This is going to be uh, the inaugural, but it's going to be for years to come. So talk about how excited people are. Yeah, look, I I think people are really excited. We haven't had anything quite like this. And the great thing about you know this gala, everything is that we're raising, it stays in New Mexico. It goes to these outcomes for these you know young men uh, who are. You know, yeah, maybe once in a while we'll get a Christian Nava, but all of them uh, are now getting seen by college coaches. Oh, all yeah. of them are, are inspired. And so I think it's just really cool. No one really knows how to dress. I think that's uh, pretty interesting. I've heard Captain Kirk ask to uh, for us older guys <laughs> mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, I might have to whip out my first year Meow Wolf Ooh, uh, costume hey, and get the dust off of that. And, you know, we'll see. So it's going to just be a blast. I, I to be honest, I have stayed out of the curation a little bit because I want to be surprised and and delighted, just like everybody else. So I can't wait to walk through those doors. Let's talk a little product on the pitch. I had to talk Fred off a ledge because uh, I was on a ledge. He has a, a much stronger beef with El Paso than I do. It's not acceptable. And mine's pretty bad. So took a, uh, an L to El Paso. How do we bounce back from that and move forward What's and start this? Let's yeah. start this playoff push. Well, don't look over the ledge because a lot of us will be at the bottom. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad you guys are still standing. Now, look, it's been it's been a hard couple months, um, and we were talking about that El Paso game. In some ways, it was it was such a great game in terms of energy, pace, intensity. You could feel the rivalry. Every touch counted. Yeah, you look usually on the concourse. There's a huge line, you know, to get a Dion's pizza or at the merch tent or get a beer. It was dead out there. Everybody was in their seat, but nobody was sitting in it. And uh, and we came up short, which was super frustrating. And uh, you know, especially in that that game. But we still have five games left, and we got to regroup. And we we still are in a playoff position, and we just got to get in the playoffs so we can go make a run. Four wins later, we can host a cup. We got to believe we can do it. Yeah, At maybe. San Antonio Saturday, correct? Yeah. Big one, big so, probably best team in the league, probably. And it's and so w- as far as it goes with the gala on Friday, that means the travel team's already gone. Those, those, they got to go. They got to play. They're so gone. yeah, okay. So you're not necessarily going to get United players at this event, but you're going to get the sports staff. You guys are going to be there. Yep. And then and so talk about like the layout of it. Is it you sit down, you have a stuffy dinner, and and you leave all bummed out. Or is it is it engaging? Is it fun? Like, what's the energy? I don't think New Mexico United has ever done anything stuffy in our existence. Correct, right? We we do things weird. We like that word. Yeah. Weird is fun. Uh, we do things engaging and we do things immersively. That's an adverb for you. Um, so yeah, you're going to go in there and you're going to have a delicious dinner. But then in addition to that, you've got a live auction. You've got a silent auction. You're mingling. There's going to be some lowriders out there. There's going to be a lot of multiversal entertainment walking oh, okay. around. That's so, three Spider-Mans is what that means. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> okay. was, yeah. Gwen Stacy will be there. No, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Um, really, really. Again, we've never done anything like this. Yeah. Um, and again, we're hoping to, to fund the entire foundation for an entire year. So if we can get that done, I think it makes things better, makes positive impact on kids across New Mexico, and that's the goal. How do you get on the wait list? Uh, go to theballnm.com. It'll be the first link you see. 
He's, I'm surprised that yeah. website was yeah. open. Yeah, yeah. How, do hey. guys, how do you guys get that one? That's hey. a good kid. We traded a script for better call Saul. <laughs> uh, anything we missed, boys? Hey, if you want to come on out to the Sunport, 9 o'clock on Friday morning, we are seeing the guys off as they fly out to San oh, Antonio. Cool. So if you want to come out and join us, wear your black and yellow. Uh, they'll go through security around 9, so I'd say get there around 8.50 in the morning. And then our academy plays at 10 a.m. on Friday. If they win, they clinch the division. They will. They are going to Boom. Tampa. They are one of the best teams in the country. They play over at the First Financial Training Center at Mesa del Sol. It's going to be a blast playing against San Diego. The only team. They're ten one and one on the year. New Mexico United. They've only lost one game, and it was to San Diego. So let's make sure we beat them and win the division. Boom! Come on, it's it. free. Got to have it. How Next. do you guys make sports poetry all the time? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's always something. There's we talk in haikus. Sports it's, is poetry. It's yeah. weird. I like it a lot. That's it. Peter Travisani, David Carl, thank you so very much, boys. Uh, big gala this Friday. The name of the website is theballnm.com. Go there, get on the wait list. Uh, I don't think I missed nothing. Go to break. You guys want to hang out with Romo? You got yeah. Go. Let's go. Let's, let's keep go. it going. That's Sweet. Uh, good because we have a very good story about uh, how uh, kickers in the NFL should all be former soccer players. So that's going to be <laughs> the one for you. Two on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The, the Sports Animal. Alright, I know you boys are soccer through and through Peter Trevisani and David Carl. But I know you turned on football this past Sunday. Oh yeah. And I know you guys saw so many missed field goals. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. What's up? I mean, we got like can't Sandoval just go out there and just play with anyone? Like, am I am I being dumb? Can these guys can kick footballs like fifty yards, right? You I mean, kick it and it goes straight, and then it goes through, and that, that's how it works. I mean, it's not even complex. I just, you know, how do you like play an entire? You're in the NFL. You play sixty plays at that level, right? And you give it everything you got, and then with one second left, this guy trots out with the squeaky kill. Who's done nothing all day? Him. Yes, and he's going to decide. If you're going to get the W or not, it, it's it's tough. It's yes. got to be tough. So PSG did a video recently where they had Neymar come out and try and kick field goals. And he hit them all. He hit them all. He hit them yes, like 55, yeah, 60 yards. Hit every single one. With the soccer ball or football? With the football. Okay. He hit them all. I'm telling you. Who who on the United has the big leg? Who who should the Lobos be looking at? That's, Ooh, that's the question. <laughs> I mean, Carl Sainty has an incredible... I have never seen a player consistently kick the ball as hard as Carl Sainty does. And by the way, he's 19. Uh, have, so. him, have him send his video to the Colts because the day they <laughs> released Rodrigo Blankenship... It's the guy with the glasses, right? It uh, yeah. was. Yeah. Was. Hard was. Well, luckily, Rodrigo Blankenship can go to his old job doing the IT work for the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> <laughs> like, in this day and age, you still got kickers coming off the waiver wire that are, you know, working at a car wash. It's amazing. I mean, when I was a kid, that was really common, but it's just, it's actually never really gone away. The, why, that's kind of the running joke. Uh, like, every time a guy gets released, like, Pat McAfee on his radio show was like, they just called me. No, they, <laughs> no, they didn't. They well, did not just call you. It's not all their fault either, right? I mean, if you're the Denver Broncos kicker and you... McManus. You're coming in 64-yard field goal when, yeah. by the way, your team probably should have given the ball to your $250 million quarterback and let him try sure. and get the first down. Right. That's not really your fault. That is a verbatim what I said in the opening it's segment. It's how the show yeah. opened. <laughs> Dave on the no drive kicking. over. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing to me where it's uh, it's such a specialized, and although it's like worldwide the most popular sport, like everyone, you play with your lower extremities, like soccer is the jam, but once you get here to this football, it's just lost. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. understand, like, there are athletes all over the world that can do this at the top tier. Just go pony up some money, Colts. Yeah. But what, what's, the, what's the cost to get 
someone who's so passionate about football to not play football and play football? Like, is what's the dollar amount where you get Neymar and be like, $40 million for well, a kicker? Like, Neymar is going to cost a lot more. But, yeah. I mean, someone's going to Bo Jackson it at some point, right? You have sure. to. Right. I yeah. mean, it just makes sense. I mean, it's for, for enough the amount of money that NFL teams can pay, if you're a middle-tier soccer player, why not? We'd loan a guy out on Sundays because we don't play on Sunday <laughs> a lot. And yeah. We take a 10% commission and, you know. If he can wear a red jersey and be promised to never be hit, I'm down. I, I don't hate that at all. Yeah. Hey, oh, I could see you like, like I, give me anyone. Uh... Dana Bruce. So, and he just goes to make like a tackle on like a, and you would be losing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, would, I would be furious. I'd be throwing things at the television. Absolutely. David Carl and Peter Trevisani with us. Uh, they got the big gala coming up this Friday night. One last time, give all the details on it and where people can get on the wait list. Also, I don't think we mentioned the price, Dave. So, if you put that out there too. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's theballnm.com is where you can go to get on the wait list. As I mentioned, it is sold out, which we're thrilled about, but there are some opportunities to slide in in onesie twosies at some of these tables, and, and some of our great partners are able to, to make that happen. Um, but it's going to be at Sandia Resort and Casino this Friday evening. Going to be a great time. We'll have an after party after the fact as well. Um, really looking forward to it. The ball uh, Individual tickets are $200 uh, with a goal to raise funding, enough funding to sponsor the foundation for an entire year. Unexpected outfits, live music, acrobats. What? <laughs> you haven't seen David Carl on the trapeze? <laughs> <laughs> Nor will amazing. you. <laughs> Bring a neck brace. But, uh, a sparkle bar with metaverse makeup. Let's go. Yeah, okay. Wine pool, incredible auction items, low riders, delicious foods, shoe check. What? Yeah, so the shoe check is a really cool idea. So it's sponsored by Corbell Winery, uh, Corbell Wine and, and Champagne. And so what you do is, let's say you come in high heels, Fred, um, yes. and, you, and you don't want to wear those all night. You know, they can tire out your feet. You check your shoes in, and they give you a nice pair of slippers that you can wear throughout the evening. I'm doing that. Are these Sweet. like take home? Are these like community? Oh, yeah, no, slippers? those are yours. Oh, okay. I'm back in. So I can only <laughs> rock my Allen Edmonds for like two hours. <laughs> After that, I'll need the slippers. <laughs> there you go. Check it right in. Thanks, Corbell. Who's DJing? Uh, we've got several different DJs, several different musicians who are oh, going to be cool. rotating in and out. Um, like I said, live musicians as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. David, Peter, thank you both so very much. Thanks for Love, having hey, us. Hey, you guys rock. Thanks for having us. Oh, and appreciate it. Let's, let's keep it going. Good to well, talk to you guys. About an hour until we're to Isotopes Baseball. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Now, now betting for the, for the Sports, sports animal. animal. Your, Your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number, Number two. two. Men on, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. What are your home run record numbers? Mine? Yeah, what are the ones that count to you? Are we talking about my personal home run records? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> the numbers will be pretty small. Like, what is it for you? Hey, all time? Season? Yeah, give them to me. I don't understand the question. I'm going to be honest. However you interpret it. If I ask you, like, hey, what, what is the home run record? Like, what is it to you? Uh, well, I mean, it's Barry Bonds' numbers, but there's an asterisk on them. 762 is not it. No. I agree. I would say that you take him off. Obviously, you take Alex Rodriguez off. And then that's kind of – and he's out already because Albert's passed him, so I guess he doesn't super count anyways. 
Yeah. But so you have Albert three, you have Ruth two, and you have Aaron one. Is that what you have? I think that's pretty close. I think that's accurate. Yeah. I think the single season one, you got to take a bunch of guys off the top. I think you eliminate like kind of everyone. I see what you're getting at. Um, I've been making this point all year that if Judge passes Maris, he's the unasterisked actual home run king. Hey, Michael, will you go clear the hallway for us? You're the best. So, to me, it's Bonds was 73, he gone. Yep. McGuire was 70, he gone. Mm-hmm. Sosa was 66, he gone. Mm-hmm. McGuire was 65, he gone. Mm-hmm. Sosa was 64, he gone. Mm-hmm. Sosa was 63, he gone. Mm-hmm. Maris at 61? Yep. That's the real number. That's the real number. To the baseball purist. And again, I'm apologist for the steroid era. Yeah. It's not just those five guys. Almost everyone was doing it. So they were hitting these monster home runs at an unheard of pace off of guys also on steroids. So their accomplishments shouldn't be, you know, I think all these guys should be in the Hall of Fame. All right, that's a, that's a topic for another time. But they should all have asterisks. And we should know that, hey, Hank Aaron, Babe Ruth, Albert Pujols. These are like, because there's been no rumors about Pujols ever, right? No. No, no whispers, no leaks, no hearsay. Well, and like, hey, you know, often I put this thing out there. I worked in St. Louis Sports Talk Media forever. I'm telling you, if I had heard a rumor, if I had heard, the only conversation you ever heard was how old he was. Yes. But if I. Which is at least four years older than he actually is. I tell you what, because I have personal experience and I don't want to break any HIPAA laws, but like I have a friend who was a person who was involved in our pool's life, maybe an optometrist. I'm telling you, I know. What I'm telling you, I also know is no one has ever mentioned. Any sort of performance enhancing drug as it relates to Albert Pools. I think that's correct. I mean, everybody, even a few modern players, you know, you got a few popping out here and there that, like, oh, that's what their increase in performance was about. Right. Like, there's always whispers every few years about one of these guys. You know, I'm a baseball dork. I got my ear to the ground all the time. Right. And I haven't heard anything Albert Pujols' whole career. So I don't think it's tarnished in any way. Mary? I think there should also be an asterisk because he did the Caribbean thing. Like he's doing, he's on, he's on this late career surge, doing it four years older than he claims to be. Maris hit sixty-one in sixty-one. So cool. Ruth had sixty twice, no, just once mm-hmm. in twenty-seven, and then he had fifty-nine in twenty-one. Mm-hmm. And at the time, those are numbers that. Because the next highest guy hit four. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think often forgot is Jimmy Fox. I don't think he's talked about it at all. Probably mm-hmm. deservingly. Yeah. Hank Greenberg. Mark McGuire, 58. He's gone. Ryan Howard. Did he ever catch any trouble? I don't think he did. Not to my knowledge. And he's a St. Louis guy. Played in Philadelphia. Luis Gonzalez, cheater. Yep. Alex Rodriguez, cheater. Yep. I couldn't tell you anything about Hack Wilson except that he played in the 30s. Griffey Jr., legit. Hit 56 twice. I mean, that's kind of your list. That's it. 
And even guys who are like were way up there, like I think like the most I can really give to like Mark McGuire is forty nine when he was in Oakland. Because anything after that, Fair. yeah, yeah, he started early. Yeah, he, he was way ahead of the curve on exercise science and steroids and whatever he could to enhance his performance. He was in on it early. I mean, him and Canseco, right? They started before anybody else. Yeah, eighty seven. Yeah, eighty eight. Sure, eighty nine. But it was weird in like the nineties when you're getting guys that never had but are Cecil Fielder, I think in ninety. Mm-hmm. Albert Bell, you were a big Albert Bell guy. Was that ninety five or ninety six? Mm-hmm. There were guys that are like, why are you hitting fifty home runs? You're not a fifty home run guy. Yeah. Brady Anderson, what do you have? Fifty one, fifty two. Yeah, that was that was one of the biggest outliers ever. It was Brady Anderson? So crazy. Brady Anderson, Luis Gonzalez. You're mm-hmm. like you're like. Okay, now this is silly. I'm 5'11", 165. So is Brady Anderson. I cannot hit 50 home runs. I can't hit 50 home runs in my church league softball league. <laughs> <laughs> but this Aaron Judge, 55 at a point to where if he stays on pace, he's, he's, on, gonna, he's he, on pace for 63. Yeah. A couple days ago, he was on pace for 65. 63, as we know, is two more than 61. It makes him the legit, clean home run champ. Are you subscribing to the real home run champ the way you just described it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. If he gets 62, you think that's it? Yeah. If he gets more than 61, in the eyes of baseball purists, he will be the real home run champ. I think in the eyes of me, he will be the real home run champ. Sure. Everything from, I guess, 89 to, give me a real number, 2004? 2005? Maybe if you want to be that guy, 2002, but I think it's 2004. Because that's 2004 is when Adrian Beltre hit 50. Mm-hmm. He was on the cusp of being legit. Friend of the show, Brandon, joining us. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing good. We're trying to figure out validity here, my friend. Aaron Judge, the real home run king of 62. Questions to you. Probably if he gets 62, but I don't really care about whether it's legit or not. Brady Anderson was like my childhood hero. I don't care if it's legit or not. Baseball was so much funner when everyone was on the gas. I was looking at like Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig's statistics last night just for fun. Right. They had like career batting averages of like 350, 360. People are batting like 225 now. Just let everyone be on the gas, and baseball is much more entertaining. Same with wrestling, right, Fred? Well, I, everything's pro wrestling. Who are champions like <laughs> Rey Mysterio and Jeff Hardy? I want everyone on the gas. I mean, the real how the real. There is no way in the universe <laughs> that wrestlers are getting tested for steroids. <laughs> it is encouraged. It's a, they, they give it in gift bags when you get hired. Hey, Brandon knows it's a different game now. It's not fun like when we were kids. All these guys are like CrossFit champions and uh, eat only Chipotle. Yeah. Like we, when me and Brandon were coming up, 
These guys were like straight juice. I got the number for you right here, Brandon. It is uh, about Brady Anderson. He had a career 210 home runs, and he hit 50 of them in one season. <laughs> kind of a nut. He really did. And you know what happened? Right after that season, I had my dad order the Stratomatic baseball cards for the Baltimore Orioles. I couldn't wait to roll the dice for Brady Anderson the oh. next year. It was great. Hey, there's no better nostalgia. I don't know if you ever get out, Brandon, but find us out somewhere where we're at. Me and Van sitting around talking baseball cards, which is not good radio, is some of the most fun that you can ever possibly have. No doubt. Like I, I'm a tops guy through and through. There's there, obviously there's a million brands, but I'm I'm baseball card fanatic. By the way, Brandon, yeah. congratulations yeah. on your Orioles. Looks like they're like a year or two away from being the the class of the uh, East. There's some truth there. That's sweet. Yeah, isn't it? I know. Yeah. Anyway, good. Good conversation, fellas. I guess it is Aaron Judge, but uh, yeah, I just kind of missed the uh, the days of the '90s when baseball was king of the world. The summer '98 saved it, Brandon. You're the man. The to me, the thing that I like most about like that conversation, the thing I like most about the juice and the game and the excitement is like, even though it was terrible and it ruined the history of the game. When I was a kid, being in love with the game, I didn't realize that. Sure, and like now. And I'm not baseball writer of America. I'm not gonna. I'm with you. Like you go to Cooperstown. Pete Rose is in Cooperstown. He ain't in Cooperstown. He's all over it. Mm-hmm. Like you got the, you got to do the same thing. Well, to a certain extent, there's lesser steroids that people were using before the boom. And there's you got the problem with the uppers in the '50s, '60s, and '70s. The majority of the league was on meth. Yeah. Do, do all of them get asterisks? No. But for me, like, steroids is worse. Like, the greenies, the uppers, that was all about making it through a, a gr- the grind of a 162-game season. Right. And they didn't know how bad it was for you long-term. Hey, greenies in the morning, lewds in the night. You know that, it, baby. That was the life. It was the life for a long time. The best? For decades of baseball, that was the, the go-to. The best story in the history of baseball is Doc Ellis. The best one-game story in the history of all baseball sure. is Doc Ellis. Hey, Fred. Yeah. Do you know what Doc Ellis's name is in the phone book? Can't wait. Ellis D. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Get out of here. Oh, too much. What happened to Brady Anderson after he got done playing? I don't know. He's a good-looking dude. He's probably like on a some kind of heartthrob soap opera, maybe. Teen Magazine, even well into his 40s. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he looks super young because of all the steroids. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. He's one of just two Major League Baseball players ever to hit for 50 home runs in a season and 50 steals in a season. That's so crazy. Hey, if I'm Brandon, I'm in love with Brady Anderson, too. Sure. How could you not be? Also, do you remember he had sweet chops? Oh, yeah. Brady Anderson. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I want to be more pumped for Aaron Judge because I want him to be the quote-unquote real home run king. I just don't think, like, the universe is going to accept that. I feel like sports fan, Major League Baseball fan, if people are be like, no, Aaron Judge won't be baseball's real home run king, it's hard for me to really argue it because I'm just talking from my heart. 
Yeah, you're just talking from your heart, and he has something going against him that's very unfortunate. What's that? New York He Yankees. plays for the yeah. Yankees. So there's going to be so many haters. Like, people, I guarantee you, people doing our job not as well mm-hmm. are just saying already that, oh, it's steroids. Aaron Judge is on roids. He has to be. That gap in his teeth closed mm. throughout this season. Like, your, your teeth only grow when you're on steroids. Well, and it's like some, some garbage like that. Yeah. And if you talk to someone, they'll be like, now, uh, I, I love your proposal, Fred. I love that you're saying that Aaron Judge is the home run king, okay? Now, um, now I'm going to give you two numbers here. One is 73 and one is 62. Which one is greater? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, yeah. yeah. You, I mean, the, the retort, the counterpoint is always the pitchers were on steroids, too. That is, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, that's like, yeah. He, he did it cheating, and it's guys doing it cheating. And yeah. I'm over here like, let's talk about con text baby yeah and it's like you don't you don't get it to hit with people i want a louder conversation about it but because baseball is not hey i tell you there probably won't be a conversation about it because you know what happened football started football started yeah <laughs> yeah so all all the discussion is going to be about football we opened the show up yesterday and while opening the show up i'm like hey segment one albert pools talk let's go Fourth most home runs all time, really third. If you talk about it, it's the greatest thing we've we'll probably ever see in Major League Baseball in our lifetimes again. And you're like, heck yeah, let's go. And Robert says, ah, it was football, boys. Football. Sorry, we can't keep your baseball on the back burner. We're Figure talking football. Out. Speaking of more football, whenever we get back, Josh Sean will join us at five thirty. Talk Ice Topes baseball. Way too soon predictions, or you want to do injury updates when we get back? Why not both? Why not both? Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at a hollow spirit in the weekend. The weekend is for New Mexico's vodka. That's Teller Vodka. Join us on Mondays at Howie's Sports Page, 12500 Montgomery Boulevard, where we are watching Monday Night Football starring Joe Buck every single Monday of the week. For the next 17 weeks, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Don't miss the opening drive with Jeff Symbietta and J.J. Buck. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Okay, calm down, Cowboys fan. Dak Prescott is hurt, but he's not as hurt as I was told he was hurt. He's hurt less. And also, he's a professional football player, so that means regular hurt doesn't count. So he should be back this week. It seems like every injury across the NFL, the overreaction, duh, it's week one. The overreaction was insane. Najee Harris, not as hurt as he's supposed to be. Dak Prescott, not as hurt as he's supposed to be. T.J. Watt, not as hurt as he was supposed to be. They said his tit pulled off. Like you, what is that? Is that an official injury report? I don't know. Pec, pectoral something something ripped it. It wasn't even that. They were like, "No, he's cool." Like, no, never mind. Dak Prescott's not even going to go in the IR. Like yesterday, I'm like, "It's magic." Yeah, I was like, "Oh no, he'll never hitchhike again." <laughs> nah, he'll be back next week. It's just a little surgery on his throwing thumb. Just a little surgery. It's okay. It's a surge. A They're surge. just going to cut him open real quick, fix some stuff, then he'll be right back. And Jerry Jones, who, by the way, 
has what, like two radio shows, a TV show, a podcast. Jerry Jones is weird. Oh, you're, this is now just now catching up to you, huh? You and I have these things as well. Mm-hmm. But that's like our job. Our job is not running the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, he's apparently running the media wing of the Cowboys because What's the, he's on something 24 hours a day. What's the name of the... Um, and I meant on some kind of airwave, not, yeah, on, not, drugs, not, not, not drugs. drugs. That's not what I meant. What is the name of the guy who, oh, he's like middle of the road, plays linebacker for the Cowboys, does TV show once a week? What's this guy's name? He's like a joke. Oh, God. 505-246-0610. That is Fred making another linebacker insult What's about his? the defensive rookie of the year, second up in defensive player of the year, pro football focus number one rated linebacker Micah Parsons. That's who you're referring to. Who now, for some reason, instead of practicing football, the thing that he gets paid to do, the thing that the fan base is there to support him for, he instead goes on first take with Stephen A. Smith. What is it? Every day? Every other day? Tuesdays? Some days? I'm telling you, dog. He's getting this from his boss. This is the precedent you're setting? You're a terrible boss, Jerry Jones. Your athletes don't care about the game. They only care about the brand. Micah Parsons single-handedly kept the Cowboys in the game. What? Those two third-down sacks of Tom Brady in the red zone to force field goals to give their thumbless quarterback a chance of coming back in the game. Are you messing with me right now? No, it really happened. That's not how I recall it. I think it's a bad idea for a guy... To work Monday morning after getting smacked around for three hours on Sunday, I think it's bad for him to have a microphone in front of his face. I don't think it's a good idea. But I'm not going to fault him. I'm not going to take away a paycheck from this guy. If it, if that's his passion, go crazy. I don't believe it to be a good idea. I got the stat line for Micah Parsons against the Buccaneers on Sunday night. Okay, you ready? Okay. Four solo tackles. Okay. Two sacks. Okay. None of those are points. And that's what your team needs to win. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Those two sacks were negative 14 points. And then they got field goals out of them, one of which was missed. So that's negative 11 points. That Michael Parsons got? That's pretty good. No, that's negative. Negative from the Buccaneers. Oh, no, the Buccaneers won. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. wasn't even close. Handily. It would have been embarrassing if it wasn't for micah parsons all right it's not first take it's something called undisputed that's the other first take that's fox's first take oh i didn't know that yeah (laughs) instead so the difference in between first take and undisputed so on first take there's an old black guy and an old white guy yelling at each other about sports but the difference is on undisputed there's an old black guy and an old white guy yelling to each other about sports on Fox. Ask me why I brought up this segue <laughs> right now. Hit me. Because he ghosted him on the show today. His first appearance <laughs> he was supposed to make. <laughs> nice. He's so salty about his terrible team leaving in their quarterback when they shouldn't and got liggy problems all over all the thumbs on the team that he didn't even show up 
for his very first scheduled TV appearance because he's a loser on the field, and now he's a loser professionally. And I'm not just talking canceled, Van. I'm talking ghosted. Did not show up. Okay, so. What is the thing I'm known for? Say it on air right now. People don't know this. What is the thing I am most known for? I can't say that on air. Irish goodbye. Oh, that one. I Irish goodbye <laughs> every person in every setting. It's true. That is, a, that is a true statement. And Micah Parsons subscribed to my book. You can't tell everybody that Irish goodbye is your thing. Then it doesn't become Irish goodbye anymore. It just becomes Fred's leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Here's you. You know when you know I leave. So was this just a a no show, or was it like a no call no show? That I don't was, know the difference, but it's both. Were the lovely people at Undisputed just sitting around like, oh, wh- where's where's Micah? Yeah. Hey, and then, and hey, then, hey, where's this gladiator who put his life on the line for three hours one day ago? Why isn't he here at six in the morning? It's a dumb idea. Also. Let Jerry Jones do it. They spent like many minutes trying to fumble over an explanation of why he's not there. And I'll tell you why he's not there. Because Lenny Fournette put him down on the turf and his boys put an L on him. That's what happened. This was stupid from the start. I said it the second it came out. And Michael Parsons has always been when he was at Creepy Penn State. Gross. And as he is now in overhyped Dallas. Contributing at the least desirable, least athletic, least pursued, least important position on the field, linebacker. Hold on, let me pull up the text line real quick. Do you know what the <laughs> Cowboys would like to have? Anyone better than C.D. Lamb. You know who you could have got? Someone at the position that you took Micah Parsons in the draft. They just let Amari Cooper go. Stupid. Their other two guys are hurt. And they didn't try to get any help whatsoever. Did they improve their offensive line? No. Did they improve their wide receiver core? No. Any any position group on the defense? No. I'm pulling up Twitter right now. Hold on. They got two above average running backs, though, so good for them. Dear Micah Parsons, why didn't you show up on Undisputed today? <laughs> I believe it is because your team is trash. Please inbox me. <laughs> That's all he's going to have today. As the number one fan of Undisputed, you it, it, <laughs> it upset me greatly that you did not show up to the program today. Sincerely, Sterling Sharp's mom. <sighs> Shannon Sharp, excuse me. All the same. <laughs> Sincerely, the Sharp family. Hey, and also the Sharp family, Shannon Sharp, because he's got that personality. We know exactly what we're talking about here. He's got that personality where no one does him dirty. No one in Shannon Sharp's life. Never have. Never have. He's not used to it. Because you know his personality. Mm-hmm. He's got that energy. And this is a slap across the face. And also this, because I don't watch this show, because I don't watch trash. But I'll bet you there was like a Lee Corso style pick em of who's going to win Sunday Night Football. Who do you got? Dallas or Tampa? And one of these turds took tampa and michael parsons pulled his michael jordan and said and i took that personally and i took that personally look those shows are dumb <laughs> those shows are annoying those shows drive me insane 
they yell at each other for half an hour and they say nothing whatsoever. Nothing. No points. Also, 505-246-0610, would you like the boys to do a undisputed first take style yell at each other program yes. for lots of money? The answer is yes. We would do it. Yes, yes, we would. And then also, similar to Micah Parsons, we would hate it so much that we wouldn't even show up. <laughs> People that are on the show don't even want to be on the show. Here's some places you won't find Micah Parsons. In the winner's circle or on Undisputed. <laughs> Sucks. The Sue's where we get back, Josh Sushan. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Are you am? Don't do that. Don't do that. Come on, bro. The Jim Rome Show. Show. Weekdays at 10. On 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Animal. Hello? Josh Sushan. Hello? I have a question for you guys. Yeah, go shoot. What time does this 5.30 crosstalk begin? So, the thing is. What happened was. (laughs) What happened was. You know your boys are verbose. They run over segments sometimes. Some things happen. So so when I'm seven minutes late tomorrow, are you guys going to be mad at me? No, 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 no. We got filler. (laughs) (laughs) This is about the time that I tell you that we're in a rain delay. Just kidding. We're not in a rain delay. There's no rain delays. It just occurred to me that as I start to complain to you guys about time, you guys save me with rain delays, so I should shut up. Well, and here's the thing. If you... Tell our seven minutes late tomorrow. Since we're at the state fair broadcasting, we can really just get play by play on funnel cakes that we see, <laughs> mm-hmm. giant turkey legs. I don't plan on talking sports tomorrow. No, no, yeah. not at all. It's I'm gonna do I'm gonna do what I call a verbal exercise of describing what I'm seeing. Yes, and that's gonna be the entire duration. You can't of wait to roast carnies. It's, well, <laughs> they're not they're not specifically carnies. Wait, hold on, Josh. How many times you've been to the state fair? In which state? Uh, however you interpret the question. Inebriated. <laughs> Zero in New Mexico. Okay. I mean, tomorrow might be the day. I kind of got a game tomorrow. Yes. I appreciate your, uh, oh, your invitation. Man, it's not all day. I mean, they got the petting uh, zoo. It's quite the process to get ready. Yeah. Uh, sound I, like think I, I think I've been to state fairs in California, and I feel like I was doing some internship back east as a as a young little sush, and I went to someone's state fair <laughs> back then. Young little sush, I baby sush, little baby sush. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I've been to a lot of um, county fairs, a lot of county fairs. My hometown county fair would be like two, three times during the dura- like each year at least minimum. But state fairs, I have not uh, hit as often. This one, I think, would do better if it was like later in the year. But the problem is you got the balloon fiesta. Yeah, back to back. Yeah. Also, I've never been to the state fair. Tomorrow's my first one. And the feedback I've got, like, kind of universally is, like, you go during the day for, like, the petting zoo, and then you go home at night before it gets real weird. It gets weird, brother. Uh, My favorite thing to do at my local county fair was the demolition derby. That's a very good answer. Oh, it was so much fun. You would just see these cars just rev up and smash into each other. And as an eight-year-old, like, what's more exciting than that? Well, you don't know this yet, Jay, but we're going to invite you to Monster Truck, which is in October. Okay. And we're all going to love that. Okay. So uh, we'll get you an entire seat, but you'll only need the edge. Oh, first time I've ever heard that line. That's... It's kind of like baseball at Isotope Spark. 
it's sim- similar. Very similar. <laughs> I would say. I'm really excited for the monster truck bash. Because there's only two days a year I wear my Billy Ray Cyrus t-shirt. Uh-huh. That's one of them. It's a good one. The other one is his birthday. Josh, what's the oldest article of clothing that you own? Wow, that is a fantastic question. Um, so there's a couple of things that I bought in college, you know, that said San Diego State. And, Bookstore stuff, yeah. And I, yes, and I, and I just like them so much that even though they're just like old and ragged and it's depressing that I still own them, they just hold such fond memories. So I don't necessarily own them, but they stay in the closet and I refuse to get rid of them just because hashtag memories. The newest thing I own is a autographed Brandon Gold jersey. From you the, finally got it. From the yeah. Be Kind game. Which was, what, three months ago? Well, I mean, your boys get busy, and <laughs> Brandon Gold is on the bump tonight for the home team. You excited about this one? I think that what this means is now that you finally have his jersey, I think it means he's going six innings mm. with no base runners. I shouldn't put that kind of pressure on him. No, he's going to have a quality <laughs> start tonight. He's going to go six innings or more with three runs or less. Quality start. You're referring to the two men on drip. Yes, that's yep. uh, it's a real thing. Yeah. It actually exists. It's, I'm tired of people saying it doesn't. Looking at you, Mike Vitale. Ouch. Ooh. It's like that. Well, we, got, we got a Brandon Gold Be Kind jersey. But my question, Sushan, which Star Wars jersey did you bid on? Well, the bidding does not end until tomorrow at noon. Oh, and keep it I secret. do not want everyone to go outbidding me. There so, it is. <sighs> nice try with your strategy to steal my jersey. Did not work. I am not that dumb. He probably, knowing you, like how rational and reasonable you are. You are those things. You put like an entry-level bid on all of them, and then you know one of them is going to fall to you. Mm-hmm. Smart, <laughs> smart play. Smart play. Oklahoma City tonight at the park. It is the first of many in a row. Also a fun day game on Saturday, Van. So there's a fun little day game Saturday and Sunday. It's crazy. So good. It's unfair. It's too fun. Gonna bring my laptop, watch some football, watch some isotopes. I've done that. Where you put the tablet on your lap in the middle. It's usually playoffs when I do that. But, that is a good point. Yeah. But at home tonight, uh, should be a good little crowd at the ballpark. It's beautiful weather. Uh, talk to me about what we were going to see from the team on the homestand, Jay. So to me, I, I feel like the, the the last nine home games, the last fifteen total games, it's, it's about a few things. It's about like finishing strong and. And, and being a pro and, and doing your job to entertain people. I think it's about rounding off your numbers and feeling, you know, if you're like Coco Montes, you have 19 home runs. You don't want to finish with 19 home runs. No. You want to finish with 20 home runs. That right? is correct. Yeah. If you're Winton Bernard right now, you have 18 doubles. You have 20, no, excuse me, 18 home runs, 28 doubles, 8 triples, 29 stolen bases. You want to you mm-hmm. round all of those up. It's also about Winton solidifying his MVP candidacy. Um, Carlos Perez hit 31 home runs last year. He's got 28 right now. It's about trying to, like, surpass that, you know. And so it's it's not that you're playing selfishly, but you use those things to motivate yourself so that the team can win. And it's just about enjoying the fact that you get paid to play baseball and entertain people and have fun. And, yeah, it's late in the season, and you're kind of thinking about your fantasy football and what you're going to do in the offseason too. But a couple weeks in the offseason, you're like, all right, I'm bored. Can we start playing baseball again? And then you got to wait till April. So it's about just embracing every moment and having fun. And, um, you know, and that's what it's about to, to be a pro. There you go. You got it. Well, you, you mentioned um, Winton's MVP candidacy. Uh, I think he was an overwhelming favorite earlier in the year. But, you know, he got, he got called up to the bigs. Yeah, he had you to know? go play upstairs. He had to yeah. go. He had to go put up good stats for the big club. 
Do you still think he's the the favorite as of now? I I, I think it's interesting. I would, you know, when you, when you look at the PCL leaders, there's this guy for Jason, um, for Oklahoma City. His name is Jason Martin. He leads the league in home runs and RBI. So you kind of say, like, okay, well, that's probably his competition. I was talking to Alex Friedman, play-by-play guy for Oklahoma City, and he said, well, the real MVP for Oklahoma City is Miguel Vargas. But Vargas is in the big leagues right now. Mm. So Bernard's top competition is also in the big leagues. And so that becomes an interesting dynamic for voters. You know, like Reno had this guy, Stone Garrett, who was having a great year. He's been called up by the Diamondbacks. So sometimes the winner, it's like, okay, who, you know, who kind of gets stuck back at AAA, who gets left behind kind of thing. Um, but that doesn't mean that you have to be in AAA the whole year to win MVP. It doesn't mean you have to be at AAA at the end of the season. You know, it's whatever the voters determine. There, there is a rule about, like, well, they have to play X number of games right. for, yeah. for many of them to qualify. But that's gonna, all the people I just mentioned are going to be among those qualifying. So, you know, um, we'll see. It, it depends on what you value. I think that Winton has the most overall balanced credentials in terms of batting average on base slugging percentage the counting stats the average stats the stolen bases the yeah, defense defense is a big one yeah I, I think that when you add up all of that and obviously i'm nowhere close to being objective about this but i, I think that he has the best overall resume we gotta we brought you in late we gotta cut you loose early unless you want to stick around for this segment where i ask van about major league baseball players in the 90s and 2000s and if they did steroids I got an idea. Why don't we continue that conversation potentially, maybe, if we have to, at 6.15? Are we talking about rain? Talking about because, rain? Oh, well, I see a bunch of my coworkers gathering to put the tarp on the field right now. They're not putting the tarp on the field, but they're getting into position. And, they're, and during the time that we spent on this segment, it went from the sun is shining on the field, it's beautiful, and now it's super dark and what is that cloud straight above us? Updates from us about Mudville whenever we get back. Josh, thank you so very much. I, I might talk to you at 6.15. We'll see. <laughs> Keep us posted, brother. I will. <laughs> Tune in on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. Hell yeah. Yes. That's a yes. This is 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, amateur meteorologist Van Nunley. I don't don't look at me like that. Like you knew that fact. Say that it. is that is a niche fact that only people like myself and the other amateur meteorologist Josh Sushan know. So when you see a weather forecast and it says there's a, for example, right now in real time. A 41% chance of rain, that doesn't mean there's a 40% chance that it might rain on you. It means the area that's being forecasted will be covered by 41% of rain. It will rain on 41% of Albuquerque, not there's a 41% chance of rain. How about that? How about them apples? Apple trees need rain. Is it going to rain? I believe so, yes. <laughs> it's going It's going to rain. Whether it rains at Rio Grande Credit Union Field mm-hmm. at Isotopes Park, uh-huh. a.k.a. the lab or yeah. not, that's TBD. I mean, if I could tell you with 100% certainty that that would happen, that would make me a wizard, and you would need to probably drown me. I think are the wizard rules. I 
am very aware that those are not the wizard rules. Oh, okay, go ahead. What are the wizard rules? Thou shall not pass, I believe, is one. Okay. Yeah. And then um, number two is don't trust the fae. Those are kind of all the wizard rules that I know. Okay. Also, if I saw someone say wizard rules, I would assume they were talking about Ozzie Smith. Ah, uh, yeah, your mind definitely would go there. Yeah, that to me is the number one wizard. So strong possibility that the isotopes, but also strong possibility that they are not. Yes. Because you said there's a 41% chance of rain, which means there's a 59% chance that it won't rain. That's what you just explained. My only wizard rules are if you need to uh, dispatch one, mm-hmm. you just ask them, what's the velocity of an unladen swallow. Like a northern reticulated swallow? <laughs> yes. The answer is roughly 20.1 miles an hour. Everyone knows that. Hopefully there's not wizards listening right now. And we gave away the answer. I just Googled wizard words. Okay. okay. This is going to get good real fast. Wonder worker. A wonder worker? A wonder worker. Isn't that like the lady that took care of Helen Keller? Yes. That's a miracle worker. A Excuse miracle me. Worker. Excuse me. That's a very good one. It's niche as it gets right there. A sorceress? Is that a lady wizard? Ooh, lady wizard. Okay. That's just a witch, isn't it? Lady wizard? Vital, we're going to need some expertise here. So, is a warlock a lady witch? Or is that a boy witch? So that's a wizard. I think, a, yeah, a warlock and wizard, they're like cousins. What's an alacadabra? An alacadabra? Yeah. I'm not familiar. I've heard of abracadabra. That's what I meant. Which is like a, a wizard command. You like you tell a little kid abracadabra, then you pull a quarter from behind his ear. You're talking about a magician. And then he tries to drown you. Magicians are drastically <laughs> different than wizards. You got to start somewhere. That's. <laughs> You don't just born a wizard. No, you have to get a sword out of a lake is the way I understand. That's how you become a king. Wizards just, I think it's just practice. We saved the did they or did they not segment for 615 because. Might be rain. Might be, might be rain. Which favorite rain song? So there should be. Missy Elliott. Obviously Missy Elliott. I want to know, Fred. Have you ever seen the rain? It's a good question. <laughs> Grab one. You want to do the varsity when we get back, just in case? Today's sure. I-9 varsity is the I-9 varsity of New Mexico things. Mm, it's going to get spicy. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Now, now betting for, for the sports, sports animal, animal, your, your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Back on the program currently. We're turning this broadcast over in just how many minutes, Michael? Ten? 
10 short minutes. Okay. This will become an Albuquerque Isops broadcast unless reasons. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of New Mexico things. Okay. League Office 280 at I-9Sports.com, 505-312-4999. Spent about an hour today over at I-9 Sports' like, uh, head, headquarters office over there. It's off Lomas. So I'm talking about, like, hey, what's going on in the community? Like, how, how are your youth leagues or whatever? And the owner, Jamie, who's just the best. She's day one sponsor of the program. Yep. Just tremendous. And Jamie says... I need workers, Fred. Sorry about their cowboys, by the, the way. Oh, sorry, so, Jamie. Yeah, sorry, Jamie. The, uh, Jamie and Roger, who own I-9 Sports, went out to Dallas this past weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she's a big she's a big Tom Brady guy. So she did get to see Tom Brady. That's nice. Which was good. But it was a tough L for the home team. Also, fan bases at home are getting terrible. Also, it looks like we're going to extend the program, according to Josh Sushan, as we'll be playing the Did They Do Steroids in the 90s game at 6.15 with Josh Sushan. Okay, here we go. That'll be good. So anyway, so here's a little personal story. My very first job ever, I was 14 years old. I was calling balls and strikes for the park and rec. Okay. That is the first job I ever had. What was your first job? Like, first paycheck job. Oh, first, like, paycheck job. Yeah, I'm not talking, like, babysitting your cousin. I'm not talking, like, mowing your aunt's lawn. I striped oil tanks in Carlsbad, New Mexico That's as a teenager. a super weird one, but I'm That's into it. a weird it. one, yeah. I mean, I had a few other jobs that were paid under the table, of course. No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, real paycheck job. Yeah. It was working for Mallon Oil Company, painting stripes on oil tanks. Not so bad. Yeah. So mine was calling balls and strikes at the park and rec, and I'm telling you, like, like, if right now you're listening to the program, you're a friend of the show, and you're like, hey, my kid, who's a pretty good kid, needs a start at a thing, I-9 Sports is it. Sweet. They have a super good corporate structure. They give back to the community. They give kids an opportunity. And I don't know what minimum wage is here in the state, but it's above that. So it's like, get your kid an opportunity to go and, like, referee some games and work with some kids and be a part of a sport that they probably love anyways. 505 League Office 280 at i9sports.com. And also be like, hey, I, I heard on Two Men On that i9 Sports like, needs soccer officials. Oh, really? Well, they do. Okay. Go be a soccer official. If I knew anything about it, I would. I've done a lot of soccer. Here's the number one tip to being a soccer official. Before the game starts, okay, walk the entire field and look for dog do. Oh, okay. Because once the game starts, if there's dog do in play... A player will end up in it. I assure you that. There's no way to avoid that. You sure it's not just a Snickers melted? I promise you. Okay. I was calling a game one time as a kid, as a soccer official. This gal goes to kick it, whatever, misses it, doesn't work out for her. She goes face forwardy, gets up, and her entire, you know, there's like four-inch numbers on the front of a jersey, six-inch numbers on the back or whatever. Mm -hmm. The entire four-inch number just do smeared on the front of her jersey. And what do you do when you're a kid and that happens? You overreact. Yeah. The re- Actually, that's not even overreacting. You react. You, f- you get a little bit on your finger, then you share it with all your friends. Yes. Put it behind their ear. The- well, all right, that part got weird. Yep. <laughs> that's what childhood van would have done.
Today's, would have shared my misery with others. Today's I nine varsity was a lot of a lot of hugs for Van. <laughs> He's got Dookie on his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and you start off with the most squeamish kid, of course. Don't like that. All right, today's I nine varsity is the I nine varsity of New Mexico things. Okay? okay, and this is because someone in this building that we currently work at was aware there was a broken pair of headphones, and instead of removing them, replacing them, or reporting them. The three R's, mm-hmm. they just left them. Set me up for sabotage. It's just really inconsiderate is what it is. It's really inconsiderate. All right, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Kick it off, brother. All right, here's one. A New Mexico thing is whenever someone holds the door for me and they say, ladies first. <laughs> Are you just going to talk about things that happened to you today? So they get the door, they hold the elevator for you, and they go, hey, ladies first. And I have to go in there first. I responded to So now you're a lady. Now I'm the lady. You're a lady now. There you go. First on my I-9 varsity of New Mexico things, Mm -hmm. I kind of thought we'd just do things that are unique to New Mexico, right? Right? My list is mostly just jerk stuff. So I'm going to go with... Our wonderful state constitution. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sets up rules of law in accordance with good and bad behavior and the punishment set thereforth. I'm going to go with our state constitution. Yours is stupid. I'm going to go back to mine. Okay, go. Why do you leave your dishes in the sink? It's a communal sink in the break room. (laughs) I don't have any interest, and by the way, I know who it is because there's only one person that has a Disney mug in this whole office. It doesn't make sense. You're an adult. What is this asphyxiation you have with Disney? Scratch that. It's it's Stephanie Griffin who did it. Griffin, That's who did it. All right, Griffin's here for the ice tubs game. You got a New Mexico thing, Griffin? Um, I think- all subs? Uh, oh, yes. Okay, you're going yeah, to go with the good ones. You're going to give real answers, okay? Yes. You don't get the show. This is <laughs> obviously all subs. Everyone loves all subs. Was is Stephanie the one that left her new black aerial mug in the sink? Yeah, is that, that, is that did you get a black aerial mug? Is that what it was? I would have if I would have bought that. Actually, I love that movie, but I would have probably got the Ursula mug. Ah, oh, oh, uh, nice. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. I'm also a Sith. That super tracks. Yeah. All right, you Van. I I don't understand why people are so upset about black aerial. It's a fictional. Half human, half fish. You Man. can make it whatever you want. Are you are you on KKOB right now? Like, Van, why are you upset about this? Maybe Halle Berry was just the best I one to audition. I, I think I loved how people were more upset that they thought it was the older Halle Berry instead of the young one. Oh, that's a really good point. That's oh, like, why didn't they use CGI? They could make her a fish, but they can't make her young, hot Halle Berry. Is that what you're saying? Next on my I-9 varsity New Mexico things, and I'm just going to do just unique stuff, okay? Halle Bailey, not Halle Berry, Halle Bailey. It's not the same person? No, it's different people. Did I say Barry? We've been saying Barry for 48 hours. Keep going. Our state flag. Just love our state flag. Got a good state flag. 
That's what you're friend. going. That's what you're going with. It's the state flag. The guy who stays logged in on the computer after you're done at the workstation. Oh, that one. You know what I like you to do? That guy. Just log out. <laughs> that's some New Mexico stuff. Next on my I nine varsity. Uh huh. New Mexico things. Uh huh. I think I'm going to talk about our borders. I like our borders. It's a shape. On the other side of the border is another state. If it wasn't for the borders, we wouldn't have a state. Your list is very bad. (laughs) How about this phrase? You DoorDash and I'll tip. No. No, the DoorDash price is greater. No, I'll buy the food. You tip. Pay the fees, pay the taxes, pay the insurance, yeah. pay the delivery fee. But, Fred, you have DoorDash Plus. Yeah, I do. I'm an adult. <laughs> also, cigarette breaks. You can just take a break. You can just take a break. You can take a break. You know what I like to do sometimes? Take a break. You know what it's weird if I do? Because I don't smoke. You can legally have one. 15 minutes every two hours if you're doing an eight-hour shift. I don't know enough about the Department of Workforce Solutions to tell you if that's accurate or not, but I'm into that, like, humanitarian-wise. Yeah. Next on my I-9 varsity of New Mexico things. Uh Uh-huh. Let's talk about our highways. What? There's a couple of them that go across the state. What? We got roads. This is a terrible list. This is this might be my best work ever. This is. I'm talking about New Mexico things. I'm talking about New Mexico things. I'm talking about whenever someone sets up a Zoom meeting that should have just been bullet points in an email van. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a New Mexico thing. Is it? <laughs> Josh Sushan, where we get back, we're talking. About did they or did they not in the 90s do steroids? Also, we're going to bleed in the 2000s a little bit because, you know, not everything's perfect. Buildings. New Mexico has is known for buildings. What, like adobe buildings? Is that what you're saying? Is this like a... <laughs> Sopapillas. <laughs> uh, I think it's funny. Thank you very much. That's not... <laughs> The bit is when you leave the littlest amount of coffee in the pot <laughs> on the deal, and I have to rush in there between segments to go get another cup of coffee. Mm. But here's the thing. Now i got to pull out the grindy boys, and then I look over, and I'm like, what's this? Why isn't this New Mexico Pinon coffee? Then I have to go to my stash. I have to get Pinon-specific coffee, put it into the machine, start the coffee, hit start on the coffee. It's not instantly done, is it? No. Now i got to be back. By the way, there's a rain delay. That's what I'm talking about. Do you like to have... Hear the last one on my I nine varsity of New Mexico things. Tuman on live from the John Lopez Real Estate <laughs> and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I nine. Start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits. And the weekend is for New Mexico's vodka. That's Teller's vodka. Monday nights is Howie Sports Page twelve five hundred Montgomery Boulevard. Come watch the game with the boys. State Fair. 95. New Mexico has a state fair. FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Are you amped? Don't do that. 
Don't do that. Come on, bro. The Jim Rome Jim Show Rome is up next Show. at 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The, the Sports, Sports Animal. Animal. Sorry we took so long, Michael. We were Googling songs about rain. Welcome back to the program, Josh. Sush on. You want to know a fun fact about songs about the rain? Okay. All right. There is a... Uh, so we have a variety of different DJs, and we have an entire folder full of songs just for the rain. Ah. Purple Rain by Prince. That's always number one. Okay. Singing in the Rain by Gene Kelly. Eh, I mean, I know Ouch. it's a classic, but Shade. I mean, I mean, we can do better than that. Songs about rain by Gary Allen. <laughs> how a about little, uh, little too literal? You know, how about the Millie Vanilli song? Ooh, okay. Here's my thought about. Have I ever showed you guys my theory about Millie Vanilli? Please do. Okay, so these two guys, they, they, they could dance and they had the charisma, but they couldn't sing, right? But. The Millie Vanilli won a Grammy. So if you were the actual singers, how come we don't know who the actual singers were of Millie Vanilli? How come they didn't step forward and say, hey, actually it was me and this guy, and we're awesome, so you want to sign us to a contract? Because we're the really talented ones here. That's an excellent point. Well, but you can't let the cat out the bag. you got to keep that record train, keep that money train a-rolling. Once they were outed, they're like, ah, oh, this is all over. We don't care. They got outed weird, too, because there was like it wasn't the internet at the time. If that happened now, like similar to when like Ashley Simpson was lip-singing on Saturday Night Live, there would have been like the best memes. But because it was so long ago, it was just like, oh, Rolling Stones reports. And you're like, oh, this is... <laughs> Rolling Stones reports three weeks later after yeah. they had the story, they finally able to publish it because they're monthly. Yeah, John. They Dan- should have like a disclaimer at the bottom. We actually knew this three weeks ago, but we're on a monthly schedule, so here we're now telling everyone. Uh, also, speaking of late breaking news, uh, rest in peace, John Davis, the real singer of Millie Vanilli, Aww. who passed away at sixty-six How many uh, years ago, May twenty-seven, two thousand twenty-one. That's some oh. talent. Okay, so, one guy did Millie and Vanilli. <laughs> <laughs> don't believe, don't believe I have a lot of surprise there. Uh, also. The weather girls, it's raining men. So that How about the Eurythmics? Here comes the rain again. Ooh. Okay, that's actually a very good one. How about Led Zeppelin, the rain song? Yeah. Okay. From the Houses of the Holy album? Dreams by Fleet, my Fleetwood favorites. Mac. Ooh, there you go. Is that this, on the- this one is too literal right now for this yeah. moment, but I wish it would rain by the Temptations. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I've never had any big issue Staying away from listening to The Temptations? Isn't that weird? Ah, interesting. You think by name it would be <laughs> yeah. difficult. Yeah. I've had, I haven't had a problem with it at all. Umbrella by Rihanna? Oh, yeah. Mm. That one definitely. Um, obviously, The Rain, Super Duper Fly by Missy Elliott. That's how we started this. That's how this whole thing started. Yeah. Pretty good little what's that? What's the ELO song that's the perfect one to play once it stops raining? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah you, yeah, you do. It's it's something about, like, you know, the sun's finally coming out now. And Mr. Blue Sky? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's that okay. one. That one yeah, is like, a banger. where have you been, Mr. Blue Sky, sun, all that? Yeah. I'm, that's that's the best song when the tarp is coming off the field. I'm glad you said, eat, like, electric light, because that's the only song I know. So I wouldn't <laughs> have been able to. There's a bunch of bangers, though. Bunch of them. Kiss the Rain by Billy Myers. That's a super niche 91. I would not have got that one. 
There's a bunch of them. I don't know if I would have got that one either. The we thun- didn't. Thunder Rolls. Have we told the, the audience why we're talking about the rain right now? Well, we're on delay out at Isotopes Park, Josh. Thank you for mentioning. <laughs> is, uh, is the tarp on? What's going on? The tarp is on the field. <laughs> it, um, so I, right before going on the air, I stepped outside of the Carlos Salazar Memorial press box and took a look around. And it's like the rain is like totally surrounding the ballpark, like everywhere, south, west, east. Mm. But it's not raining yet. But it looks like, but like it's really windy right now. There's a small little sliver of the Sandia Mountains that are like the sun is shining on. It looks beautiful. The rest of them are really dark. And then up above, like straight above, there's a little bit of bright blue and a tiny bit of white cloud. But it's mostly gray and really dark. So it's very Albuquerque. It's a New Mexico thing. Yeah. Oh, hey, for your for your list, Van, how about how monsoon season used to be like five weeks? It used to be like July. Yes. And now it's like mid-June to late September. Uh, I was told recently by a guy who knows a lot more about being an amateur weatherman than me. Steve Stucker. That we're, we're going into an El Nino. Oh, yeah. Is that yeah. the one where so we get lots gets, of rain or no rain? Yeah, we get lots. Lots. Yeah. And it's, it, it's the third consecutive El Nino, because a La Nina is oppo of an El Nino. Right. So there you go. Wait, it's the third, but we didn't get any rain last year. How could, how could this be three in a row? All right, we learned this from a guy like late one night after an Isotopes <laughs> and a Lobo game. Correct. Last Friday. Well, this we, is true. Yeah. And, and this conversation uh, started because we wanted to have libations outside. On the patio versus inside, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and we we were concerned about the rain. Yeah, he's like, "Well, it's El Nino's coming." Yes, and I was like, "Well, you're wearing glasses. This must be this true." Is- okay, so here's the other <laughs> thing about El Ninos and La Ninas: unless you are right against an ocean, it doesn't really impact you much. It's not what this right? one guy said. Yeah, no, we heard otherwise from a guy. <laughs> from, a, from a guy. <laughs> yeah, from a who complete stranger. Who had glasses on. Correct. Spectacled, random oh, well, stranger. Well, he knows everything. He also believed that bears hibernate, but that just means they sleep straight through. There's no, there's no tussling. There's no getting up. And I know for a fact that's probably partially not correct. Hey, you know why he probably told us that more rain's coming? Because he's only happy when it rains. Okay, good one. Grunge rock hit from That's our era. Not so Ooh, bad. Garbage. Yeah. All right, boys. We that got, was a good song. Yeah, I like that one. We got a little bit of time to uh, fill, as we call it in the business. Play the game that's sweeping the nation. In 2006, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. Lance Berkman, Big Puma, hit 45 dingers. Did my dude Lance Berkman, in your guys' opinion, ever uh, partake in the juice? Josh, you first. No. I'm also going to say no, and I have some logic and reasoning behind it. All right, I'm ready. His face always stayed fat. (laughs) He never... He was, was, you know, pretty fit for a chubby dude, Mm -hmm. but he never got the Clemens jaws or, like, the Barry Bonds forehead. Like, none of that stuff ever happened. So I'm going to say no juice. Can you guys recall anyone who has admitted or was outed in the Mitch report of having done steroids who... Was fat. No. So I think that's why I say I, yeah. I, that's why Van and I are on the same page. Correct. Right? He, his body never changed. Also, and if, and if he did him, he did him poorly. Yeah, that's an excellent point. I mean, if you're not Jack, what's the point of doing steroids? Really They're illegal. Point. You're a cheater. You, you make what? a lot of money because your stats are awesome. I but, al- you know. I also believe no, but it's for a different reason, and that reason is this. 
Uh, Lance Berkman, as everyone knows, he's famously best friends with Roy Oswalt, not best friends with Andy Pettit and Roger Clemens. And Roy Oswalt, did, look at him. He didn't do those steroids. I now. know. He's so cute. <laughs> Uh, Manny Ramirez admittedly, Barry Bonds. Richie Sexton in 2003 hit 45 dingers. Was my boy on the juice? No. I'm also going to say no. The dude was like 6'7". He had enormous power. His body never changed. I mean, you just like you walk next to him. If he, hit, if he hits the ball, it's going a long distance. And that was the year where he, he made a lot of contact. I mean, that was his problem his whole career. He couldn't make a lot of contact. But whenever he did, it went a long ways. I'm saying no on Richie Sexton. I agree. He's like a like a career barely above the Mendoza line hitter. But when he connected, it was a, it was a donger. I feel like he was on the witch hunt for so long that he would have been caught. I yes. feel like people were looking for he to be one. Right. So we're, all right, so we're 0 for 2 so far. Who knows? Greg Vaughn. I'm uh, saying no about Greg Vaughn again. I mean, I know this game isn't very fun right now, but... <laughs> but 45 dingers. But it's not like he only had one year. I mean, he always hit for a ton of power. He was like a, like a 5'10", 220-pound chiseled dude who hit bombs when he was in the minor leagues. He was always like a high draft pick. It's not like he was like a 35th rounder who suddenly... Or how should I say this for Dodgers fans? It's not like he was a 60th rounder who only got drafted because his godfather was the manager of the Dodgers and was skinny in the minors and then suddenly became all-star in the major leagues. Greg Vaughn was not like that. This is very good. Okay, Josh, this is, this is the first one we're going to disagree on. Oh. I don't say Greg, Greg Vaughn did steroids his whole career, but definitely towards the middle end of his career because he got like he got a big face. He, he grew his face as well. He broke out. <laughs> yeah. It looked like he got stung equally all across his face by bees. <sighs> he was kind of always super silent, too, at that time, because you had, like, Griffey, Sosa, McGuire mm-hmm. all doing what they were doing, and then Greg Vaughn was like, I'm here, too. <laughs> Look at me, Look guys. At me, I only hit three less. But also, he, like, he retired before, like, drug testing really hit the stage, so you never know. Mm-hmm. But he was like a wacky hitter. I'm going to say yes towards the end, no during the beginning and middle. Well, there you go. We got that one. All right. Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones hit 45 dingers in 1999. Do you ever do the juice? What, are you just... Go ahead, man. You just poured, like, steroids into a Coors Light after the game? (laughs) There's no... No, there's no way Chipper did. There's no way. Yeah, I don't think Chipper did either. Um... Look, here's the thing. I know that there's a lot of first-round picks who, who did steroids, right? But in my mind, like, if you're a first-round pick, that's because, I mean, I'll, I'll, look, Alex Rodriguez, duh. But there, there's not a lot of first-rounders who did it unless they were on the verge of becoming a bust or they were a bust or they just had some type of weirdo personality like Alex Rodriguez, right, where they just felt like it wasn't enough. Chipper was the number one overall selection. He was in the big leagues at a very early age, like age 21 or something like that. He, his body never changed, yeah. right? It's not like he got so big that he couldn't play third base anymore and they had to move him to first base or to left field or something. Um, and I think that he was pretty outspoken against steroid guys, which could be a good cover, but I'm going to say no on, on Chipper. To me, not only did, like, there's he's a no-doubter in my mind to, to have not done steroids, I think he's at the very top of the list of best hitters who are believed to not have juiced. Right. Like, he might be number one on that list, 
And I think, I, what, is that like a Derek Jeter, Ken Griffey Jr.? Ken Griffey Jr. is number one on my didn't juice list. How do you feel about Jim Tomey? Would he be on that list? Because I don't think he did. See, I want to say no on Tomey as well. Just because of the the body didn't change at all. So you know you know what I also factor in is who were his teammates? Who was he around? Who 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 would have given him access? Yeah. Right? Um you know, and I'm not going to pretend like I'm a huge expert on Jim Tomey. Jim Tomey always had this had this well-earned reputation of just being one of the nicest guys in baseball. Just salts of the earth, super nice guys. Um, if I'm being honest, though, I mean, he's a guy who came up as a third baseman. And he couldn't play third anymore, and then they trained him at first, and then he just became a full-time DH. So that doesn't mean that, you, that he did it. Um, he was just never very good defensively either. I would say no. I feel like I'm trying to talk myself into saying yes to somebody because it's a more fun game if I accuse somebody, which I should not do. Yeah. No. It's called, no. It's uh, called libel. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, can, I mean, I still say no, it's homie. There's a couple. There are some guys who were never linked to PDs, but then would have like one jump out homer in season. And I think like even very recently, like Alfonso Soriano. Mm-hmm. Alfonso Soriano hit 45, 46 dingers in one year. Yeah. And then I was like, well, this is weird. Right. But is that like a juiced ball thing? So Alfonso Soriano, is he on the list? Well, see, Alfonso Soriano, and I was going to use the example of Ryan Braun. Yeah. Because Ryan Braun's body didn't really change. Ooh, good point. But that's a different generation of steroids. Ooh. Okay. So that's different juice. That's a different generation of juice. The guys that we assume did steroids was, that's when it changed your face. I'll give you guys a good example of someone. All right, do you guys remember Rich Aurelia? Yes, naturally. Okay, so Rich Aurelia was a guy who played shortstop for the Giants, had back-to-back years where he had 20 or 22 home runs, drove in 80 runs. He was good defensively. He was like a just a solid major leaguer, right? 20-something homers, 20-something doubles, 80-something RBIs, hit like 272, 80. Deal. Then the year that Barry Bonds hit 73 home runs, Aurelia was batting in front of him and hit 37 home runs. <laughs> Led the league in hits, drove in like 97 runs. He got like MVP votes. He was an all-star. He was a silver slugger. He was always like a solid guy. And late in his career, he hit like 20-something home runs again for the Reds or something like that. He had like a really solid career for like 15 years. But there was one year that his numbers were way higher than anybody else. Now, is that because he was hitting in front of Barry Bonds? It is. The year that Bonds had 73 home runs? And like his body didn't change, right? He was the exact same guy. So I'm going to disagree a little bit. I think he got a little beefier when so? Barry started growing. Not not as noticeably as much, but I think a little bit. Well, and there's that two-factor to it. It's everything Josh pointed out where it's like, hey, protect me in the lineup. Yes. Go after but yes. also, you also are Balco, right? Yes. Like it's, uh-huh. it's literally the, the locker next to you. The last, one before, <laughs> the last one before the break, and then, Josh, you update us before we cut you loose. Um, Adam Dunn, boys. See, that's, that's just a, a large human from yeah. day one. Hey, also, he, he dead-ass looks just like me. <laughs> it's a lot. He's a it's dead a ringer for me. I don't think Fred did steroids, so I'm going to say no about Adam Dunn also. I want to say no for Adam Dunn because it never improved any of his other statistical <laughs> metrics. <laughs> he dropped dongs, and it never improved his batting eye. It never improved his batting average or his speed or anything. He just continued to drop dongs. Is uh, so th- this would have been like oh four oh five. I was a big St. Louis Cardinals guy. I grew up in St. Louis. Dunn was on the Reds. Derek Lee was on the Cubs. Mm. Is Derek Lee in that conversation? That's a hard maybe. I'd have to do some research. Yeah, I want to say no because I know his dad. So uh, I, I want to say no just because Sweet. of that. <laughs> Don't hate that at all. 
Give us an update on the weather, Jay. It's not raining, but it's really dark. It feels like any second it's about to start raining because there's just storm clouds all around us, and there's less and less blue sky around us. The blue sky is moving to the north. The mm-hmm. darkest stuff is moving toward us. Mm-hmm. It's not yet raining, but when it, it does start raining, we have a tarp that's covering the field, and so and the field was like ready to go. They like did all the lines and all the watering and all that, but neither starting pitcher is warming up, and... So we will not be starting now, and we will not be starting at 645. I don't know when we're going to be starting because we're just kind of hoping that this rain can come through and rain fast, and then we can play. We'll take this one up till 7 o'clock for you. All right. I can, I'll check back in at 645. How's that? I like that, too. Or right at the end of your show or something. Hey, uh, you know what? You just, hey. Or you can hang out and play the steroid <laughs> game more. <laughs> hey, except, Eventually I'll say yes on someone. <laughs> yeah. Except you cowards. Hey, how about Barry Bonds? What do you think, Josh? <laughs> well, the problem is all those guys, like the guys that are really good, like Juan Gonzalez, cheater. It's like all the really good, It's they were already caught. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's like, am I looking at a bunch, like, is Jim Tomei so slippery? Like, are these guys? Hey, and uh, I forget his name every time because he's worth it, worth of forgetting his name the balco guy victor conti conti said the only reason these guys ever get caught is they don't take their cover up correctly yeah so maybe jim tomey just knows how to take his vitamins correctly maybe Derek lee is just smarter than these guys but also like if either one of you be like andres galarraga i would be like no don't ever talk to me like that not the big cat figure it out you don't put shade on big cat's name Sush, we'll be back. All right, sounds good. Tune in on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. on the program. We are tuned in for the Ice Tubs game. Well, fun rain delay. Potential rain delay. Not even actual rain delay. What would you call it then? A potential rain delay. Little weathery boy. Yeah. <laughs> They're being cautious with the field. It's a nice field. Ed works very hard on that field. Aaron Buck Burnett was over on KKOB earlier today. Okay. I was talking to him before the show. He's not there anymore. Strauss is there now. And Buck was like, hey, give me your way too early overreactions to the season and give me all your predictions for the rest of the year. And I said, first of all, if there's a rain delay, I'm stealing that segment. Secondly. We we did that last week. It's called the prediction. Well. None of my predictions are changing after one week. Oh, mine are. I know yours are. You're the king of overreacting. How do you even think for one second that I would overreact? You're not wrong. I think I got my predictions, though. From the AFC, no, that's a bigger one. From the NFC, and I don't even think it's close, it's the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers put it on Dallas. But here's the thing. They could have put 20 or 30 more points on them, but they don't want to show their hand. Because Dallas is so bad. Sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. So they made it only look like a three-score lead when really could have been four-score and seven years ago. Smart. It's very smart. 
Give me the Buccaneers and the NFC. Who do you got? So you're saying you're you're changing your stance from the Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, my preseason prediction. Turning it right upside down uh-huh. and saying the Buccaneers will win the Super Bowl. I'm not changing. I'm doubling down. Okay. He's betting more on it. Hit me. <laughs> uh, I'll say it once. I'll say it again. Trevor Lawrence was better than he looked last year. Trevor Lawrence is better than he looked in week one. Oh, you're stupid. He's going to get some help. Nope. He's got some weapons. Not true. That team is going to play together. Not they need a few, ga- few games mm. with the new coaching staff. They're going to be fine. Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. Trevor Lawrence will have a good season. The Jaguars will not make the playoffs, but they are going to show some people what's to come. According to you and your logic, mm-hmm. okay, that means the Washington Commanders are the best football team in the NFL, and you believe that they are going to come out of the NFC and represent that division in the Super Bowl. Okay, I'll hear that. That I, makes sense to me. I think there's a decent chance that that's the Commanders' only win all year. They just got lucky to play the Jaguars week one. They might win one against the Giants. Okay, Commanders are 2-15. and 15. They beat Jaguars week one. The undefeated Giants? And they gotta, they're going to beat the Giants once. They get two cracks at them, though. All right. I'm going to hand you... Maybe three cracks at the Giants. Right. I don't know where that extra game comes from anymore. What I'm doing right now, Van, is I'm going into my wallet. Okay. 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 I just pulled out a crisp... $100 Billy Boy. Mm. Okay. I'm going to hand it to you. All right. Regardless of what the odds are. Jaguars. <laughs> Do you take the Browns over the Jets this Sunday? Well, money line or spread? Wherever you think. Money line. Money line. I will bet my life. Yes. I will let you murder me. It's really escalated there. Yes. Fairly quickly. I will play Russian roulette with three bullets in it if if the Jets win. With the spread, though, that's another question. Because I would buy up the spread. I'm assuming the spread for Cleveland versus the Jets is like, what, five and a half? Well, I'll get the spread for you right now. I think it's, it's probably, I would guess five and a half. Ready, go. It is greater than five and a half. Okay. It's six. It's seven and a half. Ooh, seven and a half. That's a spicy meatball. Um, I would buy it up to probably 12 and a half. Okay. I would buy up the spread to 12 and a half, bet it on the Browns. That's how bad the Jets are. So this is stupid. What I gave you is not correct. It just updated literally 20 minutes ago. Because we're talking about it. We pushed the meter here. It's six. Six flat. Okay, six flat. Uh, I would say that's an easy yes Yeah, for even the Jacoby Brissett-led Browns. But the Jets are just so bad. I would buy, I would buy up the spread to 12.5 and, and bet the Browns. I need a little extra cheddar in my pocket. I think I might do that. Do too. it. <laughs> I mean, it's over under a 40 points. That's like no points in the NFL. Because the Jets aren't going to score. They're not going to score. They might give them like a garbage time field goal. If. Mm-hmm. God, I'd be so mad if I lost that bet. You won't. The money line, 245. What? Yeah. 
Yeah, right? that seems about right, doesn't it? Yeah, that's about right. I don't think the Jets can win a game. I'd have to look at their entire schedule. But I don't believe... They, they got a couple weapons that are hurt, but the offensive line is so horrible. Defensive line is so horrible. Everybody except for Sauce on the defense is just a stinking pile of hot garbage. Friend of the show, Orlando, also hates the Jets. Welcome to the program. <laughs> You're close. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Bronco hater, but anyway... Uh, real quick, like I told uh, your producer there, Mr. Fellow Veteran, Mr. Mike Weto. Yes, sir. Um, uh, I want to talk about the Lobos. I went to the game on Saturday. Okay. Same. Um, it was, uh, it was good. Um, Lobo defense is good, is real good. I agree. Uh, as far as, as far as the offensive side, uh, I don't know if the Boise State's defense was that good or, Lobo's offense was that bad. You know, it was close first half, and then second half, it was, you know, the offense couldn't do anything. But anyway, next, I heard some reports or anything about that. I'm a hardcore Cowboy fan, unfortunately. My and we knew we were in for a long year, but we lost Tyron Smith and got that other Smith that was a guard and moved. But anyway, we're not the worst team, but we're one of the top Six worst teams will be lucky to win six or seven games, Ooh. in my opinion. And as long as Jerry Jones is alive, you know, that's going to be a repetitive thing every year. Um, and uh, on to the hated Broncos. I always hated the Broncos being a Cowboys fan. But um, get a rookie coach in there, make a rookie mistake, and I loved it watching it, you know. We were watching. Um, we were watching live at Howie's last night, and Van is literally doing like the NBA referee backcourt count off thing with his hand, where he's like one Mississippi, two Mississippi. And it was like thirty seconds ran off the clock, and I was like, "Okay, Van, I get your point. They should have called a timeout." I thought yeah, something was and they up. Had three timeouts, and then you know, oh, of course, you guys know the rest. It's, uh, I mean, but you never know. You never know. But my poor Cowboys are in for a long season. They'll beat the uh, actually, Giants. I'll give, I'll give credit where credit's due. Broncos are going to be pretty good. They're actually loaded. They've got the potential to be very good. And uh, one more thing to end it on. Yep. Man, I know it's been forever since you guys were on on the weekends, but me driving to Mortalis to see my son at Eastern and talking to you guys and mentioning the Arby's. I hadn't been to Arby's in like in a year. <laughs> and had a gyro sandwich, a hero. Oh. But anyway. Market fresh. Note, my friends, have a good night. <laughs> what a dude. Cheers, Orlando. Appreciate you. What a dude. That's so funny. Grab one. We'll get Josh back for an update on the weather. Also, Melvin Gordon's trash. I'm just going to be that guy. Did you just you just drop that out of nowhere for Orlando, or do you I'm have a reason? Saying, do you have did. a reason behind this? <coughs> yeah, the other running back choked one at the goal line, too. The Broncos... Don't fumble at the goal line. Don't have those stupid penalties on third down. They win by three scores. They win by three scores. Yeah. They cruise. How about when Pete Carroll was like, listen, I uh, I think I would know how to get to this guy. Sure. The best receipt ever given, Geno Smith after the game. A strong one. The reporter's like, Geno, what, what about everyone who wrote you off? Geno says, 
I didn't write them back. Yeah. <laughs> Strong work. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Take us with you anywhere. anywhere. Well, anywhere with cell service. Download the KNML app in the Google Play or iTunes App Store. Just search KNML. All right, Michael, is Josh with us? Yes, I am. Okay, Josh. You're not Michael. I was just looking at the social media for the Albuquerque Isotopes, and the number one trend is what time does the game start? Hmm. Man, do you realize how awesome it would be if I ever knew the answer to that question? Yeah. Yeah, they tell you last. And I don't just mean like, I just mean like in general, you know, when... You know, people ask, you guys ask, if I tell ask, you know, the visiting broadcaster fans, hey, you know, what does it look like? I don't know, man. I try to pretend like I know. So here's the thing. Like, it feels like it's going to start pouring any second, right? right? Okay. And I just saw a big old lightning to the right. And it's like the entire ballpark is surrounded by storms. It's like they're all coming. T- it's like they're, we're just, like, engulfed. But yet it's not raining yet. And it hasn't rained. And it's been like this for almost an hour now where it looks like any second it's going to start raining, but it's not. But when it does, it's probably going to be strong unless it's not that strong because it kind of looks like it's moving to the mountains and it kind of looks like it's staying that way. But, yeah. And then it looks like there might be a second one coming after this one and there's probably some people in different parts of Albuquerque where it's already raining or people in Los Lunas are like, oh my goodness, that was crazy how much rain just came down. So, I don't know. So, are we all in agreement that everyone at the State Fair is getting soaked. Mm, where is the State Fair again? Okay. <laughs> nice. It, I don't know. I, can't, I mean, it's weird. It's weird to be sitting in a place where it looks like it's about to rain any second, and everywhere you look around you, it's dark clouds and thunder and lightning, but yet we're not getting hit right now. Special. Yeah, that's why Seattle has such poor mental health. That's right. What's your, what you're going through right now. A very impromptu I-9 varsity, the I-9 varsity of rainy day activities. Ooh, okay, boys? Ooh, okay. Right. okay, I will go first. Make a pillow fort. Mm, strong work. Yep. That's a good start. I got you. Really good start. Josh, you want to go next or me? No, you can go next while I think. Okay, I'll go next. First on my I-9 varsity, my impromptu I-9 yes. varsity, things to do on rainy days, jump in a puddle. Ah, that's what? a good one. I like to see the splashes on my feet. It's a refreshing one. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Gosh, I feel the need to come up with like a responsible one, but those responsible ones are boring. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not what rainy days are for. You, Josh says, clear the gutters. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking like, no, man, let me just read a book or get yeah. caught up on some Netflix stuff that's, that I've been wanting to watch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let me just sit on the sit on a porch where mm-hmm. I can look and smell the rain but not get drenched yeah. by the rain yeah. and just be grateful that I have a roof above my head. So are you saying movie marathon? Is that so, what you said? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that that's Josh, classic Josh right there, having a beautiful, elongated, eloquent answer Yeah, when he could have just said patio drink. Yes, that's what he, he yeah. meant to say. <laughs> Could have just just said patio drink. Here's my Josh Sushan real quick. What I like to do, boys, is uh, first properly set my feet upon a rest. Some call an ottoman. I (laughs) then relax back three-quarter wise my chair. And what I do at that point, even though my legs are elevated, is I stroll down memory lane. (laughs) You're like, Josh, you could have just said memory lane. Like, you don't – why do you paint the picture in such a way? Uh, You know what? I'm laughing because – 
It's true. It's, uh, <laughs> how about this? My my next rainy day activity is to work on being more efficient and just get to the point. I, the oh. year for a real one, though, is clean. You would be like, you know, I'll just get the duster out. Actually, it's so true. Yeah, <laughs> pathetic, but true, too. Mess around in the garage. Like, what? Like, this? these are terrible. You could you could make multiple types of airplanes. Okay, you guys tell me some fun things to do. Help me. Help me. Help me here. Uh, Doug, get out your smartphone. Go live on social media. Do a lip sync battle against anyone that will accept your challenge. That's what you do on a rainy day. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, next on my I nine varsity, my impromptu I nine varsity baking. Get ready, rainy day activities. It's always baking. Empty out the old rainy day fund. Okay, that's it's not a good one. And go buy some stuff I don't need on Amazon or eBay. I'm into that one. Online purchases is my answer, Fred. Okay. Josh, what are you going to say? You going to tell us an eloquent story about driving around town with your windshield wipers on low, <laughs> listening to songs about rain, just taking yourself back to your childhood? Is that what you're going to do? No. I am going to talk about... Jeez, now there's, like, pressure to do something yeah. fun, something that's outside yeah. of my comfort zone. What I like to do, boys, is write a future letter to myself, and then I... Uh, I post date it and I send it from the official post office. Josh, we get it. <laughs> You're cooler than us. No, that means I'm not cooler. That means I'm lame. Yes, but I'm in support. How about make another Spotify playlist of rain songs? There we go. Okay, I'm into that one. Oh, seriously. Yes. Now we're on to something. Way better than you setting up a time-lapse camera and building a science project volcano on your dining room table and then letting it explode for your hundreds of followers. Okay, but time-lapses are really cool in the rain. You have to admit that. They're insanely cool. You get the cloud moving, maybe a lightning strike. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. I am super into that. How do you do the volcano? It's a... Baking soda, peroxide, and rainwater. And rainwater. Yeah, rainy day water. (laughs) So what we're doing is we're blowing up balloons to build the inside, and then we're going (laughs) to paper mache. I haven't done legit, like, arts and crafts in too long. Josh is like, I did yesterday. I had the day off. Let's do some arts and crafts when baseball season ends. I would, I, I swear, if we get Hobby Lobby to sponsor it, I would do it. Oh, my God. I'm writing this down. Write that down. Oh, my God. The sun is shining on the Lobos parking lot, and it's really dark at Isotopes Park. You can't hear the outro music, but we're going, Jay. All right. There Catch will be baseball tonight. At some point, hopefully. Sweet. Van, any final words? Too much for the time allotted, my friend, but anything you didn't hear here, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow from the State Fair, Burke.